And welcome in, everyone, to the beginning of the 2023 Columbia Central Lions football season. Here we are at Jamboree. I'm Lee Maddox and joined with Lewis Maddox. And uh, Lewis, here we are. It's hard to believe that football is back. This is the Jamboree, a beautiful night, a, a warm night, although here in uh, August and for the Jamboree to kick off the Columbia Lions football season. I know there's a lot of excitement, and uh, you got to be excited too, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, my second year in the booth. You're returning here <laughs> in the booth uh, after a season break. And, um, yes, a, a whole lot of excitement around Columbia Central Alliance football this year as it's going to be the first year for Coach Tredarius Goff. Uh, a lot of new faces on the coaching staff, a lot of new faces on the sideline uh, in uniform. And, you know, they're going to get a big test here in this jamboree opening up against CPA. It's a team that, uh, you know, had a great season last year. I believe they went 14-0 all the way to the Blue Cross Bowl uh, against Lipscomb Academy and lost and ended up as the state runner-up in uh, Division 2-2A is what they are, the CPA Lions. It's a battle of the Lions tonight, and uh, they're out there for the coin toss right now. This is going to be a, a huge test and a good uh, gauge to where these Lions are going to be for this 2023 season. And this is uh, the, the first up we're going to see here is the, the – the junior varsity, right? To, Correct. To begin with, uh, it, it just had a game prior to this. Uh, yes, it was a uh, Lewis County and Cornersville, and uh, all these games, three games tonight. If you're counting uh, the JV and the varsity for Columbia Central as as two games, there's three games total. Lewis County and Cornersville started at five, and. Uh, did not catch the winner of that one. I believe Lewis County was ahead, uh, but it is only a half of football, and that's what each of these groups will play tonight as well. Um, but, yeah, so excited to be back in, in the booth to be calling some football. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be fun, and hopefully, you know, they can improve. Uh, Columbia will be able to improve off of last season, finishing at 3-7, and seven, I think, on the, the record Correct. on the year. And, uh, but, again, first up, it's going to be a lot of trying to <laughs> learning the names, learning the numbers, and here we are with the, the junior varsity to begin the first half of football, and then the varsity teams from – from both sides will come out, I'm assuming, and play another half, this, yeah, at least the second half. And that's what we're here for, right? It is the Jamboree. This is kind of a tune-up for us as well uh, and all the coaches and, you know, everybody involved in, in making this thing work. It's kind of the closest thing to a preseason game you get in high school football as a Jamboree, um, and we're thankful to have that as we're definitely going to need some tune-ups ourselves to uh, learn all these new faces and names and coaches and um, – it's going to be fun, though. I'm excited for it. Yeah, and we got to learn a little bit about each other some more, right? Yeah, Even this is interesting uh, uh, as well, us both in the broadcast booth at the same time. Yeah, we did that a couple of years ago, I think, when you were out on uh, uh, at least for a half of a half of oh, a, yeah. a game but your senior year. Was when, suspended. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I was going to let you say it. And joined in uh, <laughs> on a broadcast. That was, a, that was fun. I believe that was Dixon County two years ago. Yeah. I was thinking it's Lincoln County. It was it the Lincoln County. Yeah, game. it was actually. Yes. Yeah, it was the the uh, one, the half of the that Lincoln was the County suspension. Game. Yeah, yes. from the Giles County game. Right. Believe me, I remember. So here's they're kicking off. Uh, CPA's kicking off to Columbia, and it goes into the end zone for a touchback. So Cortez McDowell back there on the grab, and just wanted to mention real quick that 
all kickoff punts, anything to do with a kick is is going to be dead on the touch of the ball in, the, in these jamborees today. Yeah, just to, I, but but all, obviously to give the kicking teams a little chance to know how to line up and to make those plays. Uh, and to stay in their get, lanes as well. And They're going to get the ball, though, here to start, I guess, at the, he's going to line it up at the 30-yard line for the Columbia, not just freshmen. This would include some sophomores. Freshmen and JV, so uh, a good mix of guys here. Yeah, and I'm. Starting out at quarterback, lining up under center is uh, Burton Moore, the sophomore, and the ball's on the ground right away. Right off the bat. And there's a flag down as well, and the ball is taken over by CPA. They recovered a fumble, so he's waving off the flag, and they're going to – I'm not sure what the call is. is that's going to turn be over. a CPA ball, yeah. It's a turnover right there on the very first play. So a bad exchange, apparently, from the center to the quarterback. So this is a good time to, yes, that's to work we, those kinks out. That's why we do this. That's why we have a jamboree. And, um, you know, that's now going to be a, already a huge emphasis that's marked down on, on clipboards today uh, for practice next week going into the real thing is that quarterback-center exchange. I know this is just JV, but uh, Burton Moore is a guy that could get some minutes at quarterback this year. Uh, it's still a battle between him and Casey Tice back there to captain this offense. So, Shotgun formation for CPA at the Columbia Lions 25-yard line. He takes the snap. He's looking to throw right away, throws it out in the flat, and got a few yards, got five, six yards on the pickup on the far sideline uh, before he's taken out or taken down right there inside the 20 to the 19-yard line. Goes CPA, so it's going to make it second and four. A pickup of six on the play, just underway. The first play for Columbia, a fumble, and now CPA in the red zone. Ready, uh, looks like they're, they could they could score pretty quick here. It's Corbin Williams over there, DB on the tackle as well. There's a high, high snap, snap, and quarterback gets it. He's in trouble. He's going to get chased down and loses that five yards. So back to the 25, a great pursuit on the defensive front line of the Columbia Lions to uh, take advantage of that high snap and puts it back to third and ten now, back where the ball was was to begin with after the turnover. Giovanni McLean, number 62, he had a great pursuit from his uh, defensive tackle position. He was playing a three-tech on that left side right there. Uh, and even though it was a busted play in the backfield, you got to love the hustle from the big guy to get there and uh, create a tackle for a loss. It brings up a third and ten. Weston Williford is the quarterback for CPA as he's looking at third and ten, and he's back to throw again. He's got he's, a holding. He's moved out of the pocket, and he's going to bring it back down. Looked like he went over the line of scrimmage before, and he throws it into the end zone, and they're going to call it looks like a there touchdown. Was a play. But it looks like to me that he crossed the line of scrimmage. And there's a, fl there's a flag ball. down on the play, so I'm, I'm thinking that's what's going to get called. Yeah. It was a touchdown in the end zone. Officials now gathering together to see what the what but it looks like they're going to come back so they are coming back and yes here's the call illegal forward pass is the call so that's going to make it i guess i guess we'll play the down over but i'm assuming there's a mark off and here we go they're going to mark it off for or do you lose a, the down right there i would think that's a 15-yard penalty. 
and do you lose the the down? So Williford was under under pressure from the Columbia defensive front line, and he had, was trying to outrun them, and then decided to throw into the end zone deep, but he crossed the line. So I looked back at that laundry. I had no idea he even caught the ball in the end zone. He did catch it. It was a juggle, but a really nice catch by the receiver for Columbia or for Christ Presbyterian. So here's Williford back to pass a screen pass over the middle, and he's got some room there where he's running back out of the backfield, but he's not going to get much. He got about seven on the play, so it's still going to make it now fourth and long, and I'm assuming they're not kicking here or they're going to try to go for it because They're switching out some people. Williford's coming out of the game, and that was a, a good – a good pursuit from that linebacking core, that second-team oh, linebacking core. He's going he's gonna to line up to kick this thing. It's going to be like a 52-yard. Yeah, 51-52. Yeah, he's going to spot it down just inside the 42-yard line of Columbia. And here's the they're, – they're not defending. They're just going to let him kick it, and he kicks it away. It's but it's like going to be short. It was on the money, but it was short. Yeah. So, Columbia, the Lions dodge a, a little mishap there on their first play from offense with a fumble, and uh, they hold CPA to uh, a missed field goal try, and now they'll take over right there, I'm assuming, right at the line of scrimmage where that was, or they're going to line it up at the 30. That's interesting. So I guess all possessions are going to start on the 30 as well. Well, good, a, that, was a, that was a good stop right there from the Columbia defense. Uh, you know, you, you want to preach to those those front four guys uh, that they can't bite when they when they notice that screen block when those guys are kind of trying to get off of their blocks. Uh, but it was a good pursuit from those backup linebackers to get back on it. Here's Burton Moore. He's looking, rolling out to pass. He's got a man open and makes the connection. A great pass and great catch by K.J. Frierson on the far sideline. A pickup of 14 yards on that play all the way up to the Columbia 44-yard line, first and 10. So that first play that you can throw that one out the books that we fumbled on, that was a nice-looking play there by Burton Moore to K.J. Frierson. Yeah, K.J. is a, is a new newer guy that is uh, uh, he's really impressed some people this offseason and has worked his way up, and he'll probably get some minutes uh, in the starting rotation this season at wide receiver. He's got some great length and size, and he's got some speed as well. So here's Burton Moore under center. He's going to fake. No, he's not a fake. He hands the ball off to the left side, the running back coming across the – the left side of the line outside and picks up at least six yards on the play. A good run, good play there by Columbia. The right ball spotted right at midfield, going to make it second and about five. So just a, a pickup of five on the play as uh, Columbia has two good-looking plays here. That was Kasten Sparks who's been uh, in that backfield for the majority of the time on, on these uh, few plays that Columbia has run. And um, – he just showed what he's got right there. That's his first carry of the ball game, I believe, just under eight minutes to go. Sophomore, Kasten Sparks. He's lined up the lone tailback. Burton Moore up. Going to be a movement procedure penalty on Columbia that time. Burton Moore got his own offensive line on the hard count that time. 
So that'll back them up five. So it'll make it second and ten probably right here. Second and nine, we'll call it. Yeah, just past that original line of scrimmage. But, uh, you know, that's that's kind of been the story for a long time with Columbia is, you know, they take two steps forward and then you take a penalty and a, a dumb one at that where you just have a mental mistake and it backs you back up and it stalls the drive. You want to see Columbia be able to get out of that right there. Hand off this time to, to oh, what a hit by CPA there as uh, Kasten Sparks tries to, run over right tackle and he's hit as soon as he hits the line of scrimmage but he did pick up three yards maybe even four yards more than I thought nah, it's going to be three yards so it'll be third and about seven we'll call it a long six here for the Lions right at just shy of midfield need to get it to the 46 yard line of CPA for the first down just underway really here the second possession for Columbia as uh, they're looking to uh, this JV team to see how they can help the varsity team later. There's an incomplete pass by Burton Moore as he rolls out to the right side looking for his receiver. Uh, Frierson over on the far sideline. It ball falls incomplete. We don't know if we'll see. It looks like Burton Moore is going to come over and uh, pick up another play from the sideline. It's about fourth down and I'd say six to go here. Now on your own side of the 50, it's kind of, well, now He's Moore's going to come off and it looks like we're going to punt this one away. Griffin Polk looks like he's going to come into the game to punt the ball away for at least to line up for that. I'm, you can't do a fake. We're not doing, there's no right. chance of any kind of coverage or anything on these kicks, as you said. Griffin probably going to be our uh Punter and kicker on on varsity as well, so uh, a good opportunity for him to get some get some game type kicks in before next week. He's a junior, and there he gets a snap. No pressure to kick this ball. A good ball, good looking punt, and it's received fair caught at about the 18 yard line. The, the the 19 yard line is where CPA now will take over. First and ten, are they? Unless they pull it up to the 30. It looks like that's what they're going to do. Yeah, they're going to put it each kick, each turn, each I guess each possession, they're going to give the team the benefit of the doubt and put it at the 30-yard line. That'd be a good, pretty good return, uh, you know, yeah. 15 yards on that return there. It's, but you know, you understand when it's a dead ball, it's going both ways as well. So, so here's CPA, their second time now on offense. Got a senior out there on defense, Malachi Cordell, playing cornerback in the slot. Oh, there's a penalty flag. I believe might be illegal substitution on Columbia. I did run a uh, defensive lineman out there pretty late. Yeah, there's. I'm counting 11. Same. Me too. And they're waving That's, the flag off. Okay. <laughs> no flag. No flag. All right. A lot so, of good additions to this Columbia Central coaching staff. You got John Moore as your offensive coordinator from the state championship team. Uh, Howard Stone was your defensive coordinator on the state championship team, and he's back as well. 
Oh, oh, a high snap goes over the quarterback's head. He's all the way back inside the 10-yard line, and he's going to go down at the 7-yard line. Malachi Cordell, right? Is yes. that who that was? That Malachi made that, Cordell. Has that made that tackle? I remember him from so – Yes, just, just talk to his brother, actually. I'm, I'm kind of – I'm unsure now because he's a senior. Yes. So I'm not sure how he's able to play on the junior varsity team. Well, I'm not sure, but – um, I know he's going to get some minutes in the next game. Maybe they just want to play him a little more. I'm not sure. But Malachi is uh, a very good athlete, and he'll probably get a lot of minutes tonight uh, for both, both groups for the Lions. Great play by the Columbia Lions as they take advantage of another high snap. Went over the quarterback's head. Now he's lined up in the shotgun trying to throw it, and he's going to get pressured, and he's going to go down again. Josh Britton on that tackle. The sack he, right there. He maybe he might have picked up a yard, but still great, great pursuit uh, by Columbia, by Britton, and it's going to make it third down and, gosh, a mile. Probably 25, I'm guessing. Actually, it's more than 30, that, right? 30. Yeah, it's like third and 30 from CPA's 10-yard line. Man, so that, that they've got to really get to the 40. That snap really hurt him. Yes. Here's Williford looking to pass. He's throwing deep. He's got a man, but he overthrows him. That would have been that would have been a nice uh, pass and catch, but he just overthrew his intended receiver. That was uh, Trip Harf. And he had a step right there going down the right sideline, closest to us, uh, on Corian Jamison, the senior that's playing cornerback out there. And um, now this is going to be a good opportunity for some possession from Columbia if they do get it on, you know, probably the 50 is where this punt's going to go. But I wonder if they'll back them back up to the 30-yard line. We'll see. There's the punt from his own end zone. No pressure again. These are free kicks. And I hope not because Richard Powers is the one back there returning, and he was standing on CPA's 45-yard line. and. Don't know if they're going to back that one up to the 30 like or. They're going to maybe think about the. Not sure where they're going. Looks like they're going to mark it at the 50. Yeah, he's yes. going to mark it mid, right at midfield. So Columbia will get their third possession of the night of this warm late afternoon. It's still 88 degrees out here, so I'm sure there's plenty of water on both sides. The crowd's filling in here. It's a nice little crowd to come out and see this opening night for Jamboree. And it'll Hand continue up to the fill. Middle. Hand off up the middle and fighting his way for yardage. Got stopped right as he hit the line of scrimmage, but Chris kept Cathy. going. Who is it? Chris Cathy, number 36. Yeah. He's a junior, too, a guy that I played with when he was a freshman. And uh, he's also playing linebacker today for the second team defense. Um, and he's got a little dog in him. He's, he's, a, he's a good good running back. He played uh, scout team running back when uh, I was a senior and always gave us a good look. He's getting some minutes here, and he probably is going to get some minutes on the, on the varsity side as well tonight. Pick up of six on that play, on that first down play. Now second and four at the CPA 43-yard line is uh, Columbia Central. Still getting the call in. 
Burton Moore in the shotgun now, takes the snap, looking to throw a quick slant across for Frierson, and he's got him right there. A really nice pitch, pitch and catch to, from Burton Moore to K.J. Frierson, a pickup of the first down all the way down to the 33-yard line. The release right there from Moore was fantastic. That's exactly, you can tell, that's exactly how it was drawn up. Uh, takes that pass from the shotgun, a one-step drop off of his right foot and just slings it to Frierson coming on the quick slant. Uh, picks up a first down for the Lions, and they're driving here. They picked up uh, about 17 yards so far on this drive. Got a first down. Here's Moore under center. Got somebody new in the back. Oh, we got a jump. Offs Nate procedure. Hoth. What? It was Nate Hoth on that on that off on that false start right there. The Hoth. Who is? Who I is yes, he is. He is back on the team this oh, year. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. Former coach, head coach Jason Hoth's son, who, uh, wow, okay, so yeah, and, lots of new names that I'm <laughs> not used to seeing here. And Jace Hoth, just starting his freshman season at Tennessee State University, wish him luck. Oh wow, cool. Playing for Eddie George. All right, Cortez Gilbert in the backfield, the lone tailback, going to hand off to him on the left side. Got a hole He's a and bruiser. runs over a few guys still on his feet. He's still driving. There's a flag. He's still on his feet, still driving, close to his first down. I mean, almost a pickup of the first down, or maybe he's got eight or seven, but there is a flag on the play, and I'm not sure if that's a face mask or a block in the back. Cortez is, a, is an absolute bruiser of a running back. He plays linebacker, too, and uh, – you know, he's going to be a varsity running back and a, and a varsity linebacker as well. He'll be going both ways, which, again, I'm not sure why he's playing in this in this contest right here, but he is an absolute bruiser. Oh. Blocking the back. Yeah. On Columbia. Either yeah. way, what a run from Cortez to, run. to stay up. Broke about four tackles on that play and then uh, squirted it out to the middle of the field after he was going to the left side. Um, Cortez, a junior now, about 6'2", 220. And uh, whenever, and, I mean, in a goal line situation or a short yardage situation, that's the guy you want to go to. It's like a Derrick Henry of the Columbia Lions. First and 16 now for the Lions, the Columbia Lions. Burton Moore rolls back looking to pass. He's got a man in the short flat, got Nath Hoth. And, oh, that should be a, maybe a penalty. Maybe not. I thought he looked like he was already out of bounds. And the CPA defender knocked him on out, but... A good, a good pass and catch, but not much room to go there. A pickup of three on the play. So it's going to make it second and about 13 to go for the Columbia Lions. They're now, they'll spot the ball at the 38-yard line, 37-yard line or so of the CPA Lions. A reminder that this, the CPA's mascot is, are, they're the Lions as well. So it's Lion against Lion here. It's and they're purple and gold as well. Yeah, yeah they are. Same, Same colors, colors, too. Yeah. A little here's, bit different, but. Here's Burton Moore looking to throw from the shotgun snap. He's under pressure. He rolls back out, still looking for somebody. He finally going to go down and going to lose about three or two on the play as uh, just couldn't find somebody that he wanted to throw it to, but under a lot of pressure. Yeah, he found a little bit of room after he tried to get out of that uh, initial hole in the middle of there, tried to scramble out to his left side. Uh, on the left side of the field, Columbia going uh, right to left here to the uh, concession stand side of Lindsey Nelson Stadium, and uh, the hole closed rather quickly, and he went down. So that's a, there's a tall task here for the Columbia Lions. It's third and 16 
is what they'll spot it at the CPA 40-yard line. Burton Moore in the shotgun, looking throw. He's looking deep. He's got K.J. Frierson at the end zone. That's interference. Pass interference. That's interference at the Completely. end zone. Right at the five-yard line. Oh, Looked like you got to be kidding me. But you no call. Be kidding me. No call. So that just doesn't make any sense to me because he looked like he was going to have him beat. Oh, he had a diving opportunity, a golden opportunity to come down with that ball at the two or three yard line, and he was completely pushed down into the end zone. Right, it right is the ball right before the ball yes. got there is when the push came. Yes, if we were on video, and of course we do have the professional video guys here that would, would show that later. I'm sure the coaches will be looking at that. And we apologize if anybody's wondering. We were supposed to be on video tonight and uh, just couldn't make it happen. That is going to be scheduled to uh, – we're going to retry that next week and hopefully have a broadcast for you um, on film. So here's the, the punt by Columbia. Shorter one this time. Griffin Polk has a short punt uh, there, and they'll – I guess they'll move this one up to the 30, or I'm not sure how they or how they decide how they mark something. But I'm thinking if the, if the punt is past the 30-yard line, they'll spot it where the ball lands, and if it's before the 30-yard line, it's just going to come up to the 30 automatically. I think that's what I'm picking up on. Yeah. And now we've got some different people <clears throat> uh, flowing in on this defensive side. And it looks like too many. They're still unsure what they're doing, and – there's I another high snap and goes back behind over the head of the quarterback, and he's going to go down after he finally just falls on the ball. He knew he better just get on that ball before somebody else were to get it. So all the way back to the 14-yard line goes this high snap, and the CPA recovers that fumble and going to make it again second and 20-something. I'm really feeling for that center right now because I know exactly how he feels. Yeah, I remember those days. I don't think I quite saw him. You make any snaps like that for sure, but uh, maybe not out of the shotgun, but definitely on a long snap. I've, <laughs> I've made a few mistakes for sure. There's another, another one, and it's, it's a ball going in the end zone. So that's going to be a oh, is it going to be a touchdown? Columbia, it's a touchdown. Columbia recovered in the end zone by Jason Barnett. Wow, <laughs> that's great. But, you know, un unlucky for CPA, that's like the fourth time that ball's gone over the quarterback's head. So they just handed us a touchdown. The quarterback tried to recover it, but, but uh, Arnett was right there to battle and get that land on that ball in the end zone. And Williford almost got it back, but somebody came in there and hit him as well. And uh, <laughs> What are they saying? Something was called, I believe, a dead ball. Um, it looks like Griffin Polk's going to line up for an extra point here, so I don't really know what yeah. that means That's because it's 6 to nothing. There's 54 yeah. seconds to go, and Columbia's up 6 nothing, and they're lining it up oh, for the nice. extra point. The quarter's already over, huh? Yes. Inside the minute. There's a stop of play. And, and Columbia timeout. Time Columbia. Calls a timeout. So we'll take a quick break right before the the, the – the extra point attempt and tell you you're listening to Columbia Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as we get ready for Columbia, the Columbia Lions here in this Jamboree game, the first quarter of the season in the Jamboree against CPA. They just scored a touchdown over CPA, and now the extra point attempt. Again, the, there's no, no contentious of the kicks uh, nobody's oh he kicks it and it is good just barely he kicked like a line drive that goes over in between the goal posts just right over that would have scared me if, if i was one of those people standing behind the fence back there because it was probably going right at their heads yeah so that makes it seven to nothing they get a columbia gets a, a huge break it's about the fourth time that cpa has snapped the ball over the center over the quarterback's head and they take advantage as uh jason barnett falls on the ball or recovers the ball in the end zone to make that touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, you you love those breaks like that, but you're also going to have to put together your own scoring drive as well at some point. Well, and they have. Since that first – since the first snap that Columbia had, which they had the, the turnover – on the bad exchange between quarterback and center. It wasn't that high snap. They, he was under center. And uh, since then, they've gone a lot of the shotgun snaps. And yes. they haven't had the problem. But what I was going to say is that they've, they've put on some good-looking plays and good-looking drives to uh, look, look fairly decent here in this junior varsity game here yes. tonight. Just got to clean up the penalties. And uh, when they do happen, which you don't want them to happen ever, but when they do happen, you want to be able to come back from those penalties on a second and 15 and pick up, you know, seven or eight yards and make it a more manageable third down instead of, uh, you know, not picking up anything on second down and pretty much an ungettable, except for a miracle type situation to pick up a third down and you have to punt it away. But Columbia has definitely played good so far, especially on the defensive side in my, in my eyes. Well, Columbia this year, they're uh, going to start their season officially next week right here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium against the Marshall County Tigers, a team that they've struggled against. And hopefully the, you know, the coaches will get to look at this film in this real game type situation to be able to kind of measure up, you know, who needs to be playing, especially some of these junior varsity guys to be able to help with the on the varsity. And a lot of them will so be now playing. We're, now we're – okay. I thought they were going to try to – on the kick, I thought the people were starting to block. And I think Columbia was just running down to try and stay in their lanes, and yeah. instinct probably took over for the for the CPA kickoff return team. But I wanted to I wanted to keep going over these coaches. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, that we've that we've added. You know, we've got uh, Chris Chumley that was here a year ago. He's the offensive line and defensive line coach, as well as Clayton Harris. Um, who's listed as football operations, but those two guys are handling the, the, the O-line and D-line, and now we've got somebody coming out uh, just on time, he made substituting. It. There's a throw over to the far sideline, and complete.
pick up a very short gain, about two, three yards on the play as uh, maybe he went out of bounds to stop the clock or a two-yard pickup, so it'll make it second and eight for CPA as they spot the ball at the 33-yard line of their own 33-yard line. You've also got Tredarius Goff as your head coach who was a uh, wonderful player on the 2010 state championship team. Pass there incomplete. Caught The ball is caught out of bounds here on this near side, on Columbia's side. Then you got Dre Hall, who was a legendary wide receiver on that state championship team, as well as Demontre Wade, uh, who played with Jalen Ramsey up at Brentwood Academy and uh, had a brief stint with the Kansas City Chiefs, played in the XFL, and uh, now is back coaching D-backs for Columbia Central. So uh, a lot of Columbia connections that have come back to support Tredarius Goff. And uh, this team has completely bought into this coaching staff uh, with Tredarius leading the helm, and it's, it's showing tonight. Looking good so far. Here's Williford back to pass. He gets pressure, steps up out of the pocket, and he just throws it up, and he's got a man. It's at, caught at the 30. He's going to looks like he's going to go into the end zone, and he does all the way from the 32-yard line. Williford to I'm not sure who that was, 81 for, for CPA, John Spears Walters, a sophomore wide receiver, and he just beat everybody, and that's a pretty good throw from Williford. You know, it was Uriah Galvin, a freshman in coverage right there and just uh, got behind in coverage. And it was an easy pitch and catch for Wilford to uh, to the receiver there for a, for a quick touchdown right before this quarter's over. Yeah, wow, that was how sweet. Really nice play for CPA after after what we've seen, the, the bad snaps that they've had. So here they are with a chance to tie it up with the – Extra point attempt. There's the set and the kick, and it is good. So we're tied up with 23 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. We'll take a quick timeout and be right back right after this. You're listening to Columbia Central Football on the Frontport Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium here in Columbia, Tennessee, as your Columbia Central Lions are kicking off the football season, the 2023 football season here. Team 110. Lewis, uh, uh, great to hard, – hard to believe we're back playing football here at a tie game, 23 seconds to go here in this first quarter of this Jamboree game as Columbia taking on Christ Presbyterian Academy out of Nashville, CPA Lions against the Columbia Lions here on opening night, the Jamboree. Probably the quickest offseason I can remember. Well, it's like it's flown by. They keep getting quicker, I promise you. They just continue to, they continue to get quicker. Only thing I hate is when this part starts, it just seems like no time. But it's over. It's over. Yeah. Yes. I wish it would last a little longer. The uh, the season definitely goes quicker than the off season. That's for sure. Yeah, it'll, no be it'll be February before you know it, and we won't have any football to watch. Yep. So Columbia, the Lions now will take over 
on their own 30-yard line. Looks like a different quarterback. And is that right or no? Uh, so either that or we don't have a quarterback. Uh, there comes a tackle. The left tackle was coming in. Looks like they are trading out. Robert right coming in for oh, center. center. So who is this 38 that's quarterback? Gabe Leonard. That's Clayton Harris's son that's going in at quarterback uh, right now. Oh, he is the third wow. string quarterback. And he that plays off uh, a little jet sweep right to, coming right in the middle, and he gets nailed, the running back there that was going to try to go with that. So, But there is – is that a marker? Or yes, is that so some, it was a flag on the play. Okay. There's a flag. Yeah, Gabe Leonard is uh, the third string quarterback. And Clayton Harris's son, yes. Okay. Wow. Did not know that. Yep. A ninth of He is freshman. a freshman. Definitely a freshman. Listed as 5'7", but I think Clayton would tell you he's about 5'5". Five, five. He, he is a little guy. He was in the shotgun, and now he's going to line up under center. But what was the marker? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. But did they just wave that off, too? Because there's nothing. Now, now they're marking something off. They're marking... Maybe an illegal formation. Five yards off? Or? Yes. Well, that doesn't look like five. It is. It's five. No. Four and a half. It's close. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll take it. You know, four and a half at the over 30. Five. So, anyway, here's Leonard. He hands off to his tailback on the right side, and he's got nowhere to go. In fact, he's going to lose another three yards on that play. Jackson Voorhees on the carry there. Yeah. And he he loses, like I said, three yards. And there's the end of the first quarter. So a pretty, pretty at least a lot of excitement right here. Yes. First quarter play here in the Jamboree with these two Junior varsity teams playing Columbia Central Lions against CPA, well, the CPA Lions of Nashville. We'll take a quick break and be back with the second quarter right after this on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At CSA. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic, three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. t Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as we pick up action now in the second quarter, and the ball's on the ground, a bad snap between the center and the quarterback, Gabe Leonard, and, but he does recover that fumble, 
and but it's going to be another loss on the play. It's going to make it fourth and about 17 for the Columbia Central Lions. They'll spot the ball now at, the 20, at their own 21-yard line, fourth and we'll call it, yeah, 17. That was the nose guard, Sawyer Daniel, right there that blew that play up after it was uh, fumbled a little bit for CPA. Yeah. And he looks like a problem. That's a big guy right there. Actually, it's back now to the 21-yard line, so fourth and 19. Columbia's Polk Griffin in to, do a, to punt the ball away. Score tied here, 7-7 seven to seven as we here in the second quarter. Again, we're just playing halves here of the, of course, the junior varsity. This is the second quarter of that game, and then we'll have the final two quarters with supposedly the varsity teams. Yes, even though I'm seeing a lot of varsity guys playing right now. That's what's kind of confusing to me, but anyway, that'll be all right. Got somebody with a drone shot over there hovering above uh, kind of with a student section. If you're familiar with Lindsey Nelson Stadium, that's probably a good view right there uh, mm -hmm. of this ball game. No doubt. We got a new helmet design this year for, for Columbia Central. Going back to the, oh. the old C from the 2010 team. They don't have any decals right now. Probably just got refinished. They're all really shiny, uh, glossy, and polished. Um, and those will those decals will come on before next week's game. And it's uh, if you're familiar with the, the the old C logo for Central, we're getting rid of that. The uh, the lion that is actually at midfield right now, which is kind of sad, because I like that lion. Yeah. Well, here we go. A more classic look. Williford looking for a deep ball and knocked away right at the last minute. A great play for Columbia's defender, number 83. That's Nike Armstrong, freshman in coverage that time. That was a great play, but of course he was, he had the man, he had him covered the whole way, so I was kind of hoping he was going to get an interception there. But. And it's a different quarterback in now for CPA. It's uh, number 10, Regan McCluskey, who's listed as a tight end and a linebacker, but he just, he's the one that threw that pass right there. A junior, yes, for CPA. CPA, if, if you're not aware, the, the traditional powerhouse uh, in Class 2, in uh, 2A, right? Uh, yes. They've been a powerhouse for a number of years. Just a, a great program there in Nashville. State runner-up last year. Lost to Lipscomb, Lipscomb Academy. So here's McCluskey. He's going to hand off and to his tailback and immediately – he kind of stumbles, and a great play by the 42 linebacker for uh, Tristan Richardson for Columbia. So hurry up offense here for CPA as they line up immediately to snap the ball as McCluskey in the shotgun formation. Short snap and that time. There's a little screen pass to the right side, a, a flag on the play. Uh, Great play. Oh, no, that's going to be another flag, I thought. Maybe they didn't see hit it on us. but Side judge didn't see it that time, but there's yes. one on this side, closer side. I think that's going to be procedure on CPA, potentially. We'll see. He moved. Yeah. Also got Zach Tate on the sideline, who is a, a really good quarterback for Columbia Central back in the day, and he's back coaching the quarterbacks. What was that, lined up? Too many men on the line of scrimmage, I guess, is what that? Yeah, legal formation, was. yep. It's going back the right way, that's all I know. 
pretty defensive game so far. Seven to seven. Except for that one CPA bomb they had yep. uh, right there at the end of the first quarter. So they'll spot the ball now. Well, he's still going back. They're going to take it back to the 35-yard line. And CPA's got to get to the Columbia 49-yard line just over the midfield mark to get their first down. So they've got a little work to do here. Third and about 16 to go for CPA Lions. Good opportunity for Columbia to just keep everything in front of them and don't let them get to the sticks. Because they're looking to throw. There's the shotgun snap. A little screen, yes. and they played it just right. Oh, oh he no. gets away. That's a hold, but they didn't call it. But somebody makes a play. Number 42 comes up and stops the, the, the receiver from advancing. Tristan Richardson again on that stop. That was a great pursuit from him that time. He's playing on the the left side of the inside linebacker position and made it all the way to the, to the near numbers on the left side of the field and uh, made a great tackle right there to hold the, the, the gain to a minimum. Actually tackled him right at the line of scrimmage. It's still fourth and 15. Well, CPA in the punt formation. I believe that's Ty Lee Davis back there to receive the punt. They're testing a lot of guys back there. You know, it's, it's a very pressured position to, to catch a punt uh, out of midair there. That is a tough job, for sure. I believe that's – is that McCluskey, the quarterback, back there to punt the ball? I'm not sure. Or maybe yeah, not. I believe it is. No. I think well. that's zero. Can't really see that other number. Yeah, that's McCluskey. Yes, it is. And They're going to respot the ball again. I think they – the time – Delay a game. Delay a game there, so they back them up five. Not going to hurt anything because they're, they're just they're, – they're, not, they're not defending the kicks. So. And, and, you know, that, that's kind of an interesting penalty in a game like this when the, when, the, when the game clock isn't even on in the stadium and they're keeping that on their person on a stopwatch. I don't agree with that call, but it looks like CPA called a timeout. Well, I was wondering about the play clock, but uh, so they're not, they're I'm not working. On. I guess they're not – But I, I don't think they've ever been using a jamboree. Yeah. Man, I'm really excited to see this varsity matchup, though. One guy I'm really looking forward to see is a, a transfer from Webb that was a freshman last year and was the starting running back for Webb as a freshman, had over 1,000 yards on the ground uh, and is now going to be part of that three-headed monster in the backfield for Columbia Central, along with Jordan Davis and Caden McCoy, who are both seniors. But Justice Haggard, number one, dude's only a sophomore, and he is a problem. Wow, that's going to be fun. He's about six foot, a little over 200 pounds, and uh, he's got some speed for sure. That's going to be a lot of fun, and you see some of the uh, varsity players kind of Warming up a little more so here on the sideline is Caden McCoy and, and that Justice Haggard. Getting a game of tossing in as there's the punt now. He's got to kind of down it. And so it looks like Columbia will take over again on their 30-yard line as uh, hopefully they can get a scoring drive going here in this second quarter. Nine minutes to go. Here in the second quarter is a tie game, 7-7, seven to seven, Columbia and CPA here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium on uh, Jamboree night. So 
It's cooling off a little bit. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. It feels still feel a little hot to me. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm in front of this window here. Yeah. Kind of getting a little breeze. Yep. Yep. So here we got now. Is this still Leonard? Yes, still Gabe Leonard. He's under center. A big offensive line when when he's up there. It's Jackson to him. Voorhees behind him in the backfield in the eye. A pitch to him, sweep to the left side. He looks for a block, got a great block on the end over there, and a great pickup of 12 yards, 13 yards on the play for Voorhees, all the way up to the 46, 47, uh, they'll mark it at the 46-yard line it was of Columbia. Vontae Hatton, the left tackle out there, who had a tremendous block on the outside that forced Voorhees back to the middle of the field. And uh, Vontae, just a, just a freshman, but a 300-pounder, uh, up around there, up around six feet as well, and he made a uh, a terrific block from his guard position to to I think he pulled out and kicked out that that right side defensive end and opened up a lane on the inside for a first down. Boy, he's just made the cut right when he needed to off that block. Really nice looking play. Here's Leonard, a fake to Voorhees this time, and a handoff right up the middle on that little um, little inside turn. Who was that that got the ball? 23? Um, yeah, 23, uh, Ahmad Porter. Sophomore. Gets it up to midfield, a pickup of four yards on the play to make it second and six for Columbia. Tavon Radcliffe coming in the game at tailback for Voorhees this time. Now under eight minutes to go here in the second quarter. As I see CPAs, some of their upperclassmen are coming out and starting to get warmed up and looks like Columbia's seniors and juniors, yes. the varsity players that have not played, they're going down to the other end zone to start warming up. So here's Leonard under center. Right at midfield. And he's going to hand off again. Nowhere to go this time after faking the, the sweep and the handoff right back up the middle to Porter and Really, it might, might have got a yard. He crosses, they mark it across midfield at the CPA 49-yard line. Yeah, and Richardson coming back into the ball game. Um, but, yes, this is going to be a great test in this next matchup, Columbia Central's varsity. Uh, I know for a fact CPA 15 D1 commits uh, on that varsity squad. So it's, it's going to be a tough challenge for Columbia and a, a great opportunity to gauge where they're at. Uh, and I think it's I think it's going to be a good test for them, and I think they're up for the challenge. Got about six minutes until they're going to uh, be warming up to take the field. Third and five for Columbia. Leonard looking to throw, throws it, makes a quick pitch out to the outside. No gain on the play, but it is a complete catch. He's going to give him forward progress, maybe a half-yard pickup. It was Nike Armstrong that time on the, on the reception. That's going to make it fourth and about four yards to go, about five yards to go for Columbia's first down. Looks like they're just gonna go ahead and punt them all away. Yep, Griffin back in there. Field looks good, been a lot of rain and a lot of work on this field to keep it as good as it is. And I think this is the greenest I've seen it in a few years this, this early uh, in the season. It's usually a lot of dead grass on the field and uh, especially around the outer bowl of Lindsey Nelson Stadium. It's usually brown because uh, everything's been so dried out, but it, it, the field looks fantastic. Yep. Got the logos painted in, the numbers painted in. 
usually don't have a logo at midfield during the jamboree, and uh, this time they do, and it looks great. Sad they're not going to have that on their helmets, though. Yeah. You're saying they're going back with the C. Yes. And that, that, let's go back to uh, as at least two of the new coaches were on that championship team, right? Yes, Tredarius Tredarius Goff, Goff the head and, coach. and uh, Dre Hall was a, was a great receiver. Uh, Tredarius had a, a tremendous playing career at Tennessee Tech, and uh, Dre Hall holds just about every receiving record at UNA that, that can be had. Um, he had some stints with some, with some practice squads in the NFL. I believe he played for the Eagles uh, and I believe the Panthers as well, maybe the Cowboys. I, uh, I'm not too sure, but he was uh, – and he also holds just about every wide receiver record in Columbia Central history as well, and he's come back to help this team out. He's been with Mount Pleasant as well as uh, Tredarius has for the past few seasons. Uh, but now they're back home, and we are certainly excited and glad to have them. So there's the punt by Columbia, by Griffin, Hope Griffin, and will um, Griffin Hoke, and they'll, I'm assuming CPA will take over on their own 30-yard line. Again, a tie game so far, 7-7, seven to seven, with 5 minutes, 56 seconds to go here in this first half of the Jamboree for the junior varsity. And then again, coming up for the, the next half, will feature the varsity players. I also wanted to give a quick shout out to James Dickinson, who's down there uh, helping on the sideline with, with the Columbia Central squad as well. Uh, his Whitthorn Tigers are now 2-0 and just beat E.O. Kaufman last night, who hadn't been beat in four years until last night. It beat him 14-0. Wow. Cool. So here's CPA. Going to throw deep. Here is McCluskey looking for a receiver, and there's a inner snow. He drops it. Uh, almost interception. I was scared they were going to call interference on our guys. Cam Bridges on, almost picked it off. Yeah, a lot of freshmen back there that are, that are having some good coverage. Nike Armstrong has had great coverage this whole time, and then uh, number 85 back there, Cam Bridges, another freshman who came over from his strong safety position to the to the left side of the field and made a great play on the ball. Even though he didn't pick it off, uh, it ended up on the ground. And when it's going that deep, that's kind of the best you can hope for. Yeah, CPA is just trying their best to hit another bomb. That's what they've been trying to throw these long balls downfield. But now's the time to try to all that. But you don't want to show too much. Yeah, well, maybe that's their game. A little uncertain over there is not sure about players coming in. They finally, but now we've got a flag. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be a, no, they called it. Delay a game. Delay a game. Delay a game. On CPA. They'll back them up five, going to make it second and 15. Here's McCluskey still in that shotgun formation. They must have changed centers because we hadn't seen the ball go over the head. He's going to hand it off this time. Running back picks his way across the initial contact and gets about six yards on the play. Either that or that young man got a stern talking to. Yeah. And he snapped out of it. So they're playing hurry, hurry up ball here. Going tempo. McCluskey looking to throw now, rolling to his right, throws it out to the far sideline and complete and a pickup of a first down for CPA. No. He didn't quite make it. He's going to be a 
about a yard or two short of this first down. Stepped out over there on the right sideline. They get fourth and one. They're going to, I guess they're going to go for it. Uh, maybe not. Now they're starting to talk it over. They're still trying to. Looks like they're putting in signals, so it should, yeah. looks like they might go for it. Be fourth down at two officially as it takes under five minutes to go here in this game. Ball spotted at their own 39-yard line, so they're taking a gamble here. Let's see what they do. Got two receivers coming to the near side, one to the far right. As McCluskey looks over the situation, the Columbia defensive line, he's going to hand it off. No, he fakes it and throws it out. Good play by Columbia's defender, the, the cornerback over here, but not enough, to, not enough to make uh, to stop the completion in the first down. That was a good catch that time from Braden Streeter, uh, who's a senior enlisted as a quarterback on the CPA roster, but uh, makes a good grab there as a wide receiver. Nike Armstrong did make a great play on the ball. He took on a receiver that was blocking him and fought through it and went straight to the, for the tackle, but not enough to keep him from getting the first down. So first and 10 for CPA at the Columbia, I mean at their own 44-yard line. A little screen pass now for CPA. Gets it up to midfield where Nike Armstrong takes out that receiver. Yeah. A senior on a freshman right there, and Nike Armstrong won the battle on that hit, severely undersized, and still pushed him out of bounds after a quick catch. And uh, that's about as much as you can ask about out of a freshman. Three minutes, 52 seconds left to go here in a tie game, seven to seven. Here's CPA now second, and about a long three right at midfield. McCluskey got twin receivers each way. He's looking to throw. He's moved out of the pocket, and he makes the throw and the catch at the 40-yard line. Makes uh, goes CPA is going to at the Columbia 40-yard line. So a first down pickup for CPA. Stop the clock with 3:42 to go. But another great, another great piece of coverage from Nike Armstrong. He gave up the catch right there, but kept it in front of him and uh, made a great tackle right there as soon as the ball was caught. Armstrong has impressed me so far as a freshman. First and 10 for the CPA Lions. They've got the ball spotted at the Columbia 41-yard line. As CPA shuffling in personnel, Columbia's defense looking to get a stop here to try to get the ball back to get a score of their own before the end of the half. Here's McCluskey in the shotgun formation, rolling out to his right, getting pressured, almost got him. He makes the pass and a catch over on the far sideline and a pickup of about eight yards on the play before he's knocked out of bounds. I think he's knocked out of bounds to stop the clock with 3.12 to go. They'll spot it at the Columbia 33-yard line. It's a great pursuit from the, line, the middle linebacker at that time, Voorhees, who... Uh, he's been running the ball as well. He got in there and had some good pressure on McCluskey, the quarterback that time. Second and two at the Columbia 33-yard line. Here's the snap, handoff to the left side. Running back starts to go left, cuts back into the middle of the field and maybe, maybe back to the line of scrimmage, maybe a half-yard gain. 
Let's see where they spot. No, no gain, no gain. So it'll be third and a long two for the CPA Lions. As the clock, now, now they stop the clock. McCluskey's hurt. Okay. That's why they stopped it. They're bringing him out of the game. Looks like uh, another quarterback's going to come in. Looks like number 13. That's Steel Chance. A junior for the CPA Lions. Listed as a tight end and a linebacker, probably come probably would come in in, a, in an emergency situation for CPA. They're looking at McCluskey on the far sideline. There doesn't look too serious. They're looking at a knee or something or a, pass. a slight limp. And there's an offsides or a procedure call going to go against CPA right here. Ball starting against CPA. We'll back them up five. That's going to make it third and seven. For CPA. Central High School band just arrived to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. They're getting set up. So here's a different look for CPA. Different formation, and they're going to call timeout. CPA takes a timeout. We'll take one with them. It's uh, this game's tied here on this Jamboree night. The CPA Lions and your Columbia Central Lions opening night of the 2023 season. You're listening to Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sam. Now, welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Lee Maddox, Lewis Maddox joining you here. A jamboree night as the uh, CPA Lions are trying to get their first down as a, uh, it looks like a quick snap uh, to their tailback around the left side, but didn't get too much. Maybe pick up a four yards on the play as it's gonna make it now fourth and about five yards as they'll spot the ball at the Columbia 36 yard line. Some snaps being taken down here on the sideline as well. Liam Titus looks like he's gonna be the starting center tonight, snapping to Cason Tice, who I believe will be QB1 to start things out, but Burton Moore will probably get a lot of reps as well. Other ball on the ground. They're doing this like a wildcat formation, and that's going to pay off for them. As he, they're running, CPA's running back hurdles over one of Columbia's defenders, and looks like he hurdled over enough to get the first down. Let's see where they spot it, and I believe it is. It's going to be a, a first down as he hurdled over the Columbia defender. Yeah, it was number 23, but we don't have a number 23 on the roster. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see the flag. So it looks like that one's coming back. A good play by CPA, but it was a false start. For, for CPA, a legal procedure that's going to back them up five. So disregard a pretty nice-looking play that would have given them a first down. So now fourth and ten for CPA as they'll spot the ball now at the Columbia 41-yard line. they got to get to the 31. Clock right at two minutes to go here in this second quarter of play as supposedly the junior varsity's teams of both CPA and Columbia are going at it and then after this well, I'm, I'm sure we'll minutes. have a little yeah. break at the at the half 
as the teams will regroup and then the varsity teams will go at it for two quarters. I believe so. Probably not much of a break uh, as both these teams just have been warming up in the end zones. Um, so we should be ready for some action uh, here in about two minutes of game time. So McCluskey back in at quarterback, and he's in the shotgun formation, and he's looking to throw, and there's the pass. And, oh, oh good defender. I mean, it looked like the – their receiver could have caught it over the middle, and that would have been enough for the first down, but it was kind of juggled and tipped, and our defender got Brody, in on Brody it. Potts, number 33, who's just coming in. He's playing corner right there uh, and made a great play on that ball. I believe he got a finger on it. and He must have because it just kind of, once it hit the, the receiver's hands, it, I think he juggled it, and then, and then he for yes. sure knocked it away. Yes. So Columbia going to take over now on their own 30-yard line. See, that one I don't understand, yeah. that they move it back to the 30. Yep. Uh, they were on, what, the, the, the 40 or, or farther than that even. They were at the 41, yeah. So now they'll have first and 10 at their own 30-yard line at 158 to go here in this second quarter. And uh, Gabe Leonard still in at quarterback. The freshman 5'7", 135 under center for the Columbia Lions. In his backfield, Tristan Richardson, and I'm not making as that for ease. Yes. Oh, another fumble on, this, on the exchange, but I believe our center got back on the ball. So, or no, not the center. I don't know who that 74 is the one that, that's the left guard. Yes, that is that up. Vontae Hatton. We talked about earlier that Another great block. Freshman. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a 300-pounder. He fell on that ball, but loss of two yards, so they'll mark it at the 28-yard line, second and 12 for Columbia. The clock running out under right at a minute 20 to go here in this second quarter. Here's Leonard now in the shotgun. There's the He's going to throw a quick ball. Out to the right side, and no, not receiver just couldn't quite get there. Closest man really was a defender for CPA, the corner. But so ball falls incomplete. It'll make it third and 12. Yeah, it was intended for Nike Armstrong right there. And, uh, you know, if he had been going that full speed the whole way down the field, he kind of turned it up in the last 10 yards of that route. Uh, and we got a flag here on the Columbia offense. Uh, legal procedure, it looks like. Yep. But I think Nike Armstrong would have had a better chance at it if he had uh, broken out of that route a little better. As it is now, second, or excuse me, yeah, second and 15, looks like, for the Columbia Lions. Ball spotted at the their own 23-yard line. Leonard going to look to throw it again. He just throws it up there. Nike Armstrong makes a catch. He's got the first down over across the 45 down to the 47-yard line. What a great catch by Nike Armstrong. That was a one-handed grab, and, and this, this guy has, has caught my eye more than anybody in this junior varsity game. He's only a freshman. Like I've said, he had some great coverage on that last series on defense. Uh, you know, he's a 5'9", 150-pound freshman. He's not very big at all. He probably will be in, in another three or four years or so. Uh, but he just made a one-handed grab. One of his hands was pinned down by, by the defender, and he hauled that thing in with one hand. It was not a great pass, 
and he still came down with it. What an un unbelievably athletic play from Nike Armstrong. And next play, bad snap. Here's a Gabe Leonard in the shotgun, and uh, he just ends up falling on the ball, a loss of about six or seven on the play. So hopefully they stop. No, they're just letting the clock run. I think they're just going to let it run on out. We're down to 20 seconds to go here in the second quarter. And Leonard's still on the sideline. He's going to have to hurry if he wants another play to get off. I think they're just going to maybe, maybe just let it go. That's, that's what it looks like. That's what it's looking like, yeah. And that's the freshman coach. Yes, Antres Booker, the head, the head freshman coach. Uh, Great guy. Played quarterback at, at Columbia Central as well. Was a great quarterback for, for the Lions, and that'll do it. So we end in a tie in this first half of the junior varsity teams of Columbia Central Lions and the Christ Presbyterian Academy Lions, 7-7. Seven to seven. So we'll take a break here and see how long they're going to have a break before the varsity teams will come back on to play a half as well. So you're listening to Columbia Central Football here on Jamboree Night of the 2023 season. This is Front Porch Sports Radio. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome in, everyone, to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as we get ready for the varsity teams of the Columbia Central Lions and CPA Lions. Uh, that's Christ Presbyterian Academy out of Nashville as we're getting ready to play the varsity teams in this second half of football action here on Jamboree Night here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, the kickoff of the 2023 season. And I'm Lee Maddox, joined with Lewis Maddox. We're going to be your broadcast team for this game tonight, and hopefully we'll we'll continue to do this all season long, Lewis. Here yeah. we are. This has been pretty fun. The first game, 7-7 seven to seven of the junior varsities. A really kind of good contest, a defensive battle, as we said. And uh, But we'll see what really happens here as the, as the varsity teams go at it. Yeah, we'll for sure continue if it cools off a little bit. <laughs> so it's definitely hot in here. And, you know, we've got a we've got a busted AC here, unit up here in the press box, but we're fighting through it. And it's going to be Terry Sharp and Malik uh, 
Malik Smith out there at midfield, our captains for tonight. And for CPA number one, one of the captains there, Andre Evans, he's, he's pretty much uh, the poster child for Tennessee high school football this year. Um, wow. He is an unbelievable athlete on every magazine, every uh, – Every, you know, every everything. Wide receiver, yes. defensive back for them. Yes. Tremendous so, athlete for CPA. So it looks like CPA is going to get the ball first. Again, in this jamboree, they're just the kicks are really not live, but they're going through the motions to, to do the kicks. And uh, we'll see what happens. As uh, Tredarius Golf gets introduced as the head coach, as his first head coaching position here at Columbia Central and I think is it did he was he head coach somewhere else no he, this, is his, this is his first head coaching experience he was an assistant at Mount Pleasant uh, was brought over here as an assistant um, in January just after the season ended uh, him and Dre Hall from Mount Pleasant they were brought over at the same time and uh, after we lost coach Sharp this past offseason um, to retirement Coach Goff was named the interim head coach, and he is still the interim head coach, but it is uh, believed to be that he will be named the uh, official head coach uh, either at some point this season or after the season this year. Um, but a great accomplishment for him. Looking forward to what he's able to bring, and I know that he's got a lot of the players excited. And some of these players, obviously, Lewis, you played with, for a couple of years, if yes. not longer than that, right? Some yeah. of the players that are seniors this year, you had the chance to play with. Yes, the seniors played with them for two years. And, uh, you know, one of the seniors that was a sophomore, the only, the youngest person on our offensive line, Cam Bratton, uh, is in street clothes down here on the sideline. Don't know why he's not going tonight, but he is uh, certainly an anchor to that offensive line. He was a great guard for us uh, my senior season. And, uh, he's probably going to be the, the the overall anchor of that offensive line this year for the Lions. Um, but in street clothes tonight, maybe he mm. has something that uh, is aggravating him. Don't really know. I'll try to find that out from somebody up here at some point during the game. Well, here we are. We're going to kick off uh, the Columbia Lions. are going to kick off to the CPA Lions as Luis Gonzalez kicks it away. And the, a great kick. Going to go all the way to the one-yard line as uh, Evans – Andre Evans gets the reception there at the one-yard line, and they're going to call it a touchback And because they're not playing live kicks here. So they're just going through the motions, as you said, going through their lanes to see where they need to go, and they'll get the ball, I'm assuming, on the 30-yard line. It's yes. where CPA will take over first and 10 here in this, really the third quarter. Of, Looks like it. Of the ball game here between CPA and Columbia. You know, that front line, uh, the starting four up there, it's Savion Smith going from left to right, Anijah Hildreth, uh, Jaravius Hall with a bunch of offers, that anchor of that defensive line, and then Kamari Smith on the outside, on that right side. Linebackers are Malik Smith on the right, Caleb Quanton to the left on the inside. Let's see what happens. Here's CPA. Got a handoff up the middle. Got some room up the middle, all the way, 11-yard pickup, just like that for CPA. A handoff right up the middle to, I'm sure couldn't get the number. That running back for CPA is Joshua Mayernick. And also in the, in the back of the defense, you've got Roland Manning and Justice Haggard at your safety positions. Terry Sharp and Jordan Davis are your cornerbacks. And you've also got number 20 in there at linebacker as well. 
And that's Kasten Sparks, who got some playing time in the first game as well. Braden Streeter in the, in the shotgun formation, going to hand off again. But he is tackled big time in a flag on the play. Jaravius Hall makes a huge play in the backfield. But we've got a flag. We've got a holding call on CPA. So a great defensive play, and it's going to back him up even further. Yeah, Jaravius Hall is a... You know, a guy he's that was a monster. A, he was a freshman when when I was a senior, and uh, we obviously he's obviously grown since then in size and in skill. Uh, played a lot of scout in my senior season, and uh, gave a lot of guys a hard time even then. He's got offers from Georgia Tech, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee State, Auburn, I think Ole Miss as well. Um, just about anywhere so far, and he's still only. Uh, I believe he's still just a, yes, he's a junior this season. So he's got uh, this year and next year to uh, keep honing in on his skill set, and that's what he's going to do. He's down to a defensive tackle, and he's pressuring, the, but there's a quick screen, and there's another flag on CPA. That's going to be another hold as they try a quick screen pass as Dreyfus Hall is almost back to the quarterback to, to pressure in the pressure that, that that throw by Braden Streeter, who is the senior quarterback for the CPA Lions. And in that situation, uh, that's kind of one of those screen passes where you got to notice that those blockers are uh, kind of shoveling off of you and going to the right side. He's kind of got to sit there for a second to defend against that screen pass and not worry about the quarterback so much. But, you know, I understand. It's kind of the first live game action. He's going to go after the quarterback if he gets a chance to. And that's what he did. And they switched. They're, I believe this, uh, that right side, yes, they've switched over. That right side with Savion Ferguson and Dravius Hall, that's your strong side of the defensive line. Ball spotted at the CPA 22-yard line. First and about 40, it looks like. And a great play there by the defensive line. Oh, for, for Columbia. Or, who was that, the defensive end that made that play? Yeah, it was Kamarion Dawson, number 29, not Smith. That was my bad on, on that at first. Kamarion Smith is, is a guy who played a lot of scout my senior season as well and has grown uh, tremendously into a starting role here and uh, made a great play on that play right there. So here we are, second down and about 30. As Streeter looks over to the top to throw it, and he doesn't get anybody. Throws it way down across the middle of the field, and uh, nobody there. So it's going to make it third and forever. They've got to get all the way to the Columbia 49-yard line for the first down. The ball spotted at their own 22. Closest to it was was the uh, outside linebacker Roland Manning, who had a great sophomore season last year, and a couple interceptions on a. On a not a very good squad, but uh, was a, was a bright spot as a young player for Columbia. Now Autry Smith into the game at outside linebacker as well. Third and thirty for Brandon Braden Streeter, and he's looking to throw out of the shotgun. He's throwing long. George he's Davis looking for Andre Evans, and he throws it out of bounds, incomplete. That'll be fourth down. Great defensive stop here by the Columbia Lions to stop this. Really nice-looking attack for CPA Lions. That tells you how, how good of an athlete Jordan Davis is. He had terrific coverage on Andre Evans, who's a, a terrific athlete himself down the sideline. And uh, even if that ball was better, more placed in a position for Evans to make a grab on it, he wouldn't have had a chance. So lined up to punt is CPA. Back deep Cade is McCoy. Cade McCoy. Goodness gracious. 
I can't wait to see him get a hold of that ball. Yeah, he's going to be, uh, you know, the, the guy is running a 4-4, four, 4-3 four, four, since he was a freshman in high school. Um, and he's probably faster now. It looks like he's put on a little bit of size, not much. Um, but he is going to be the, the workhorse for this offense. Just um, like he has been, yes. right, for the last three years yes. for sure. Yes, absolutely. So Cason Tice is going to be quarterback one for the Lions here. Justice Haggard in there as well as Jordan Davis. Jamar Morris going to be starting at wide receiver. And looks like Justice Haggard and Malik Smith are going to be your skill guys as well. An offensive line left to right. Jaravius Hall, Zach Cole at left guard, Liam Titus at center, Anijah uh, Hildreth at right guard, and at right tackle is number 77, Isaiah Bishop, who's only a sophomore, but he's listed in at about 6'4". Nice-looking front line there, offensive line for the Columbia Central Lions as they're going up against a pretty good-looking uh, a pretty beefy line defensive front for the CPA line. So Absolutely. here we go. Case and Tice under center. Caden McCoy alone set back in the backfield. And he's going to give it to McCoy on the right side, looking for some room, maybe gets one across the right side. Yeah, it was uh, that outside linebacker right there for CPA number 11. That was Cruz Law. He's a senior for the CPA defense. He's playing a middle linebacker there for, for them and uh, made a great tackle on the left side of the field. So you remember back when you were playing in these jamborees, even though it's a jamboree, it's the first game. No, it's you real get football. A, you, get, you get to play against another team, not your own teammates, so it's got to be exciting for these players to be in the real action right here at home, Lindsey Nelson Stadium, and going up against a really good opponent in CPA. I remember being really out of shape for the jamboree. And <laughs> Yeah, uh, having to fix that the next week, but it feels like a real game pitch, for sure. Pitch out here to Cade McCoy. Beats one tackle, but not the second. A great pursuit there for the CPA lines. Gannon Kale makes the tackle for really a loss of a yard or maybe maybe a loss of two yards on the play. So it's now going to be a third and 11. 11 for Columbia as they'll spot it now at the 39. Columbia's got to get to the... 49 of CPA in just across midfield is where the first down marker would, would stand. Yeah, this defense is, is full of athletes and they are flowing to the ball well so far on these first two plays. So are we going to show a pass here, right? You reckon? You'd think See so. See what Jordan Davis is going to do is he's got... There's K.J. Frierson on the right side. They bring in four wide receivers. Kate McCoy on his right hip. JV game. The shotgun snap. He's under pressure. Got Davis across the middle. Davis has got a little room. He's fighting for that first down. Gets right at midfield. He's going to be just, it looks a like maybe short. a short, just a little. They might, oh, they're calling it first down. Oh, wow. Wow. Great spot. I'll take it. It wasn't even a great spot. They, well, they I spotted mean, it, was, it. I know. They spotted it short of the line of game and still did. gave it to him. I would be trying to argue I'll that if I'll I was it. on the defense. But really a, a great play by Jordan Davis, a great pass by Case and Tice as he was kind of under pressure and just 
got rid of that ball right in the nick of time before he got hit. And it was a good spot for Jordan Davis. He got tackled in just the right way because he got tackled at about the 48 and a half of, of, of uh, Columbia's side of the field and kind of rolled over the defender that tackled him uh, and rolled to the 50-yard line and picked up a first down. I thought for sure he was short, but hey, I'll take that Middle Tennessee bone and joint first down any day of the week. It was a good opening confidence builder from Tice that time on his first pass attempt of the season. Here's Case and Tice. He's going to pitch it back to Caden McCoy in the backfield, and he's going to go down in the backfield. A great defensive play by the CPA Lions. Uh, Jackson Matthews just read that play all along. A little quick screen out to the left, right side, left side of Case and Tice in the backfield. Yeah, Caden's touched the ball three times now, and he just has not had anywhere to go so far. They've uh, they've had his number for the first couple of plays that he's touched it. And that, well, that one forces a five-yard loss and uh, now second and 15. So six minutes, 50 seconds and counting here, and we're just going to call it the third quarter. We know we're playing halves here. The junior varsity played to a tie with CPA in that first half, and here's Columbia in their first chance on offense as their, their first possession on the night as they're facing second and 15 from their own 45-yard line. Case and Tice under center, looks to get, fakes it to Caden McCoy. He rose to his right looking to throw, but now he's going to pull it down and try to run some of it, and he doesn't get much at all. He may, might have picked up one yard on that scramble out to the far side of the field. He was looking to throw, but I don't think he saw anybody that was open, so he just pulled it down and took off trying to get what he could, and he picks up a yard. He definitely had time uh, to get a pass off as uh, the left guard, Zach Cole, Pulled on that one on the on the right side bootleg. He went out to the right side as well and had great protection out there for uh, Tice. He had a, a lot of time to throw and eventually pulled it down and uh, you know picked up two yards officially, but still forces you into a third and 13, which you don't want. So here's Tice in the shotgun formation. Caden McCoy right behind him. No, too much time. Is that going to be too much time? See, it is. It's a delay, delay game. game. And that just doesn't make any sense to me. There's nowhere to look at There's nowhere to look at the, at the play clock. These guys are, are keeping that time, unless they're counting it down uh, in their ears behind them. I just don't understand why that penalty is being called if the play clocks aren't on. So that backs the ball up. They'll spot it now at, the, at Columbia's 42-yard line, making it third and 18. Got to get it to the CPA 40 for a first down. Here's Tice, little bad juggle snap. He throws it up in the air. That's pass interference. It's got and to there's be. the flag. Good call, two flags on that one. A clothesline, K.J. Jefferson, or K.J. Fryerson that time. That should be an automatic first down. Yeah, it will be. That's a huge pickup for Columbia's offense. Because it... It was not going to be completed. No. There's no doubt about that. Case and Tice just kind of really threw that ball up there because he was going to be under pressure. He juggled he it for about to, four seconds. He did. He, he juggled it on the snap, and then he was just trying to get rid of it. There's the call. An automatic first down. They'll bring the ball all the way up to CPA's 43-yard line where it'll be first. I know. I mean, That's, surely it's an automatic first down, right? It looks like it's not going to be. Third down and three. <laughs> wow. I don't know. 
at 18 to go. I, I don't know if that's just a college rule or it, it must be or a pro rule. I'm not sure, but it must be a high school rule that it's not an automatic first down. I just kind of thought that would be a first down, but here we are, third and three at the CPA 43-yard line. Columbia trying to get something going here to convert and make a first down here. Tice under center. Caden McCoy gets the ball on the left side. He's got room. He's got, room. He's got the first and more. He's across the 30, across the 25, down to the 23-yard line. Goes Caden McCoy, first down, Columbia Lions. And that's what you get with Caden McCoy. That, that, that off tackle on the left side, that inside hole was not open right there off the tackle. And Caden McCoy takes one bounce to the outside, going to his left, coming right to left. And he finds about 20 yards right there. Uh, to sprint downfield with that, that breakaway speed and uh, a, a great play from that Columbia offense right there. Great block over on this left side of the line to kind of seal his running lane down through there. And then, yeah, like you said, his speed is really nice. Here's the shotgun snap to Cason Tice, and he's going to quick throw it out to Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis quickly tackled out of bounds after a pickup maybe of one or two yards on that play. They'll mark it at the 21-yard line of CPA as the clock stops on the out-of-bound play at five minutes, 11 seconds to go in this first quarter of the varsity game between CPA and your Columbia Lions. You might as well just say third quarter. Do I? You might as well just I know, say third quarter. I've, I've gone back was, and forth. It was 0-0 zero, zero anyway. Right. 7-7. Seven, seven. Right. Same difference. Yeah. Here's Case and Tice under center. Going to give it to McCoy on the right side this time. Looking for room. Cuts back across the field. Stiff arms one man and finally gets out of bounds. He ran about 15 yards, but he only got back to the line of scrimmage, all right? Or no, he, I he guess he picked up. Well, he's gets maybe up, he's picked up a half yard. He gets up to the 21. That was, a, that was a Derrick Henry stiff arm right there that by was, McCoy. He threw that guy, even though his momentum was carrying him. Uh, and uh, he kind of just took his momentum and used it against him. But All right. Columbia is going to take a timeout here. Really critical play here for him on third and about eight to go here with five minutes and three seconds to go in this third quarter of play here on this Jamboree night. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Third and about seven for the Columbia Central Lions. Ball spotted at their CPA 21-yard line. Lee Maddox and Lewis Maddox here with the broadcast on Jamboree Night here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Jason Tice under center. Caden McCoy in his backfield. And here's the snap. Cason Tice looking to throw. He's got Jordan Davis inside the 10-yard line, down to the five-yard line. Complete pass. Great play. Great read by Cason Tice. And a great catch by Jordan Davis. Yeah, that was fantastic. Cason Tice looked at his first receiver, I think was Justice Haggard over there on the right side of the field. He didn't have that one. Looked back towards the middle of the field and fired a bullet in between the hashes to Jordan Davis for a first down and now a first and goal for Columbia uh, to take a quick lead on CPA. 
Here's Case and Tice at the five-yard line of CPA, first and goal for the Lions. Caden McCoy looking to get this ball, and he's going to get it right up the middle. He gets two down to the three-yard line is where they'll spot this ball. It'll be second and goal for the Columbia Lions. Yeah, just a halfback dive up the middle that time and trying to run some clock off the board here and maybe just punch it in quickly with Caden McCoy. I'm surprised that Justice Haggard hadn't had a touch yet in this game. Um, but he is playing wide receiver. He's listed as a running back and a wide receiver. Um, but I'm sure we'll get to see him in action at some point in this game. Case and Tice, the junior quarterback, making his really first start, right, for the – oh, no, he was started, started the Spring Hill game last year and okay. led the Lions to victory in that one in the last oh, game of the okay. season. Got gotcha. you. Here's Tice, going to hand it off to McCoy on the left side. McCoy sweeps it out to the left side, looking for the end zone. He dives in, and it's going to be called a touchdown. Columbia, Caden McCoy dives across the pylon on the left side of the end zone. Touchdown, Columbia. Great play by Caden McCoy. Somebody call Reggie Bush, because I think, I think I've seen that play before. That I mean, Caden McCoy got around to the left side, got to about the five-yard line, went airborne out of bounds, but crossed the plane before he touched back in out of bounds and what a beautiful first touchdown of the season for this Lions varsity offense that was spectacular and he comes over to get him a good drink of water or Gatorade whatever they got in there and he deserves it yes great, well deserved great great series uh, on that on the on great running ability on his behalf on that series because he had had to have 40 or 50 yards of that drive right there. Yes, yeah, and you know he was good two years ago. He was the the workhorse last season for the Lions, and obviously showing his abilities and how much he's improved this season as he scores the first touchdown of the year. So seven to nothing. Three minutes 56 seconds to go here in this opening quarter for this second half of football for on this Jamboree night for the Columbia Central Lions against your Christ Presbyterian Academy Lions out of Nashville. And, uh, yeah, that was exciting. That's their first offensive series of the really of the year against another team in this season. And they they showed some moxie there to Case drive and Tice that ball. great. He really Case, did. Case and Tice. Uh, I believe he completed two balls on, or actually three with that screen pass uh, on that drive. That one didn't go much anywhere, but some perfectly placed passes for him on his first drive of the season. He's over here getting some water as well, as long as as well as his center, Liam Titus and Zach Cole. Uh, Caden McCoy taking a breather right here. And we'll see how this defense fares again. They had a great first series. And we'll see how they do in this second series over the mighty CPA Lions. And it is a warm night here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as uh, Luis Gonzalez will kick it off from the 30-yard line. But, again, there's no kick coverage. There's no, uh, there's no interaction on these kicks. They're just going through the motions to make those kicks, whether it's a, a kickoff or a punt or an extra point or a field goal. No, nobody's, uh, nobody's defending any of these plays. That's also probably where the most injuries come from, and that's the last thing that these teams want uh, in a preseason game is for somebody to get hurt that they need uh, in the real season. So they're probably trying to prevent that as well. It's probably got something to do with it. So here comes CPA to the line at their own 30-yard line is uh, Raiden Streeter. Again, still at quarterback. 
excuse me. This is a different quarterback. Hudson Chance. Yes. He's looking. That's a busted play already for him. He's going to look to throw it, and he's completed. And he's, his receivers across midfield still on his feet before he's finally drug out of bounds. Goodness gracious. Way down, but it looked like a busted play, and this Hudson Chance kind of made a play of it. I feel like that might have been uh, a fake a decoy right there. It, it, it looked busted, but they had everybody running routes, and Malik Smith was able, almost able to make a tackle right there, but thought he pushed him out of bounds, but he stayed in and picked up another 10 yards or so. Now a quick pass out to the left side, a minimal gain, about three yards on the play. Good tackle on the outside by Terry Sharp that time. It's Hudson Chance makes a connection to his wide receiver, Gannon Kale. So ball spotted now at Columbia's 39-yard line. It'll be second and seven for the CPA Lions. So a couple of plays and CPA right in business here. Columbia's defense needs to step up right here and make a stop. Shotgun formation. Handoff up the middle. Misses, gets, breaks through one tackle, still on his feet. He's going to the end zone. Number 33 all the way to the end zone. A 39-yard, or excuse me, a 42-yard scamper there. Uh, I didn't see who that was. Balls Patterson. Number 33, I believe, made that touchdown run. Yes. Uh, you know, Dravis Hall broke through the initial line uh, of CPA right there and got a hand on Patterson that time, missed the tackle, and then uh, Terry Sharp took a bad angle as well in the backfield. and uh, That was all she wrote. Wow. Broke out to the left side and <laughs> had nobody else behind him. Yeah, nobody in the backfield to catch him. He was gone. So there's the extra point, and it's good. So good just kick. like that, three plays. We're tied up seven to seven. Two minutes, 50 seconds to go, and we'll take a quick break here in this first quarter. All tied up, seven to seven. Your CPA Lions seven, your Columbia Central Lions seven, and you're listening to Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. You're listening to the home of the Columbia Central Lions on WKRM 103.7, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium as your Columbia Lions tied now on this jamboree night, 7-7 with CPA. CPA, Lewis just took that, that drive there, about three plays, and they're in the end zone to tie this thing up. Yeah, and it was a busted play by the Columbia defense. Uh, two missed tackles on a running play up the middle from Dravius Hall and Terry Sharp there in the backfield, and nobody else back there to defend as CPA ties it up. So the kickoff, a free kick there. Jordan Davis takes the takes the ball, but again, they'll just get the ball and start on their own 30-yard line. Hopefully, Columbia can kind of match what they did on that first offensive series they had, as they basically drove 70 yards and uh, with a touchdown by Caden McCoy as a, the workhorse. And 
here they're going to start again as Case and Ty still in at quarterback. It looks like still that kind of that first team. You might might start seeing a lot of uh, you know substitutions to go in to start going in here now, right? So there goes one right there, and Chris Caffey, as it looks like Caden McCoy is working on something down on a knee, maybe something wrong with that helmet. He's got a, a helmet protector on that a lot of these guys wear these days, the pads on top of the helmets, and Columbia's going to have to take a timeout. Wow, yeah, it's kind of they're, they're trying to get they're trying to shuffle some players in, and why wouldn't you? This is the time you want to work on on seeing who's going to be ready to start for you next week because you know it's all you know it's all good right now to have some of these kind of uh, moments where you're not sure who's supposed to be in, but that's what the coaches are doing. They're shuffling players in and out. They're trying to see who's going to be those starters, the ones they can depend on when they play for real next week, right? Because you're going to have to do some of that stuff, some shuffling around in real games as well. A lot of these guys go both ways, and it's it's tough work to uh, to go 48 minutes straight on both sides of the ball. I mean, it's, it's a task for sure. And uh, some of these second-teamers, even third-teamers, those guys are going to be getting in uh, on Friday nights and going to have some minutes to play. So... Uh, it's a good opportunity, as it looks like Justice Haggard and Caden McCoy both out of the ball game right now, being replaced with uh, Chris Cathy and Cor Cortez McDowell. Gilbert, Mark excuse Gilbert. me, Cortez Gilbert. Gilbert. So, Case and Tice under center, and he's doing that jet sweep to Jordan Davis, and Jordan Davis, the CPA was kind of waiting on that uh, as they make a five-yard tackle in the backfield. Uh, on Jordan Davis as he was doing that that kind of famous jet sweep yes. that we've seen a lot of success over the years. I'm sure CPA has seen that, knows about that. A lot of success that with that with Q Martin yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, and then Jordan Davis took over that role last year. Um, but, yeah, it looked like that was, I mean, that was kind of busted from the, from the jump right there. Jordan Davis uh, bumped into, I believe, Chris Caffey in the backfield right there, didn't even get a clean uh, – possession of that football before he was wrapped up. Ball spotted at the Columbia 26-yard line. It's going to make it second and 13 for the Lions. As Case and Tice under center, and there's a whistle. It's going to be another that's delay. That's a delay game. That's ridiculous. That would be quick. That's absolutely ridiculous. That, that there's like no play quick, clock. That seemed like a quick whistle, though, for me. And they need to stop calling that penalty. So backs them up five more yards. So it's going to be... Second and about 18 for the Lions. If they're not screaming a countdown, if the White has not screaming a countdown at the quarterback in the backfield, then that's absolutely ridiculous. Hmm. There's no, there's nothing for them to see. How are they supposed to know when the clock's running down? Right. That just seemed quick. But <laughs> second to end, I mean, second and 18 for the Lions at their own from their own 22-yard line. Case and Tice under center hands it off to Gilbert right up the middle, and he maybe gets one. As I think that no, that's not that's Kathy. That's Kathy. Yeah, that was Kathy right up the middle. And McCoy coming back in. Wow. Well, he's not not done. Gilbert comes out. McCoy goes in. Somebody else. Okay. Gilbert. Kathy coming out and Gilbert going back in. Yeah. I'd imagine we and and Gilbert's really a first team guy. Um, I'd imagine that we'll start seeing a lot more of the second team guys, or maybe not, since since they've already had. Two quarters to go. Maybe they will keep uh, the majority of the first team guys in there for a while, but they'll definitely shuffle through some guys as well. So here's Tice trying to get his team lined up. He's in the shotgun. 
He's rolling out to his right and then throwing back to his left to Jordan Davis. A screen. He's got some room over here at face mask, but they did not call it. I thought he grabbed the, the defender grabbed his helmet, but maybe not the face mask. But he gets a short gain. I thought it was going to be a lot more than that. A nice-looking play, but CPA was right there to make the tackle. Almost ripped his helmet off and a no-call right there, but it's still going to be fourth down at about nine. It's a good gain. And a, a good look on that play right there from John Moore. But John Moore was coaching on that, on yeah. that state championship, right? He was offensive coordinator for the state championship team. And um, I believe from 2009 when they were state runner-up, that's when he took over as offensive coordinator and went through 2013 or 14, I believe. And came back at 19 and then came back again in 21. Another whistle. If that's a delay game. Be. Come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get a, a read on that. That's ridiculous. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, on the free kick. I don't think I've no ever point. seen anything as stupid as that, and it's gonna go to the 30-yard line anyway. And it's probably. Well, I don't <laughs> guess they even running the clock, but it's three seconds left to go in this quarter, uh, the first quarter of this varsity matchup between your Columbia Central Lions and the CPA Lions. So, yeah, fourth and 15 for the Lions. They're about to get another one, huh? I'm sure of it. A high snap. Oh, not a great kick. Very high, but didn't go, and it came back this way. Wow. Caleb Clanton falls on it at the Lions let's 40. See where, let's see where they spot this one. But it's going to be after... This quarter, because the quarter expires, and the, the score right now is 7-7. Seven to seven. Your Columbia Central Lions and your CPA Lions, and you're listening to Front Porch Sports Radio. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. That's WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia. From Lindsey Nelson Stadium, we're ready for the second quarter of play here and this jamboree night for with your Columbia Central Lions and the CPA Lions. They're all tied up seven to seven here as CPA now takes over. I mean, that, that I guess that is a little different because they're gonna pick up the ball, pick up play first and 10 from Columbia's 40 yard line for the CPA Lions. And all the starting defense still out there for Columbia except for the corners. Number 17, Corbin Williams over there on the left side of the field. Columbia now working from left to right. And down low on our side is Quan Sims playing corner on the closer side. And it looks like Braden Streeter now back in at quarterback. And he throws it almost intercepted over there on the far sideline as Corbin Williams just, I mean, he had the ball in his hands and just couldn't hang on to it on the far sideline over there. 
And also a new safety into the ball game, Hunter Woody. Well. Senior Hunter Woody. Uh, I'm not sure how many seniors we've got on this team. It looks like quite a bit, at least 12 or so, I'm thinking, but uh, seniors for the Columbia Central Lions. So Braden Streeter back in at quarterback for CPA as he's now second and 10 from the Columbia 40-yard line. In the shotgun snap, throws it a quick, quick pass out to the left side and complete and enough for a first down. Montre Smith and Caleb Quinn on the tackle there. As he completes it to Knox McLean, the wide receiver coming across the, the left side of the field. Now they bring in a whole new set of players and a quarterback for CPA as uh, Hudson Chance back in and a whole new set of, of uh, other running backs and receivers. And he's going to hand it off now out of the shotgun formation, but did not fool Roland Manning as he stood his ground and made a great play for no game. Maybe a – no, I guess he – Lost he, a couple of yards. Or lost, a yard. Lost a yard on the play, so. Yeah, Roland Manning coming off a good defensive season from last year, a junior now, and uh, came up and made a great play on the running back there from his linebacker spot. So now ball spotted at Columbia's 31-yard line, second and 11. Hudson Chance, a little – Will reverse back, and he's got room again as this number 33. And, man, he's, he's, he's the one that took it all the way to the house earlier, and he almost broke that one. Yeah, Rawls-Patterson, Quan Sims eventually made the tackle, but not after a, a first down gain right there. All the way down to the Columbia 16-yard uh, line. Now first and 10 for the CPA Lions. We hadn't seen this Andre Evans do much with the ball. But he's in at wide receiver. Probably trying to keep a secret. And this is this is back with Braden Streeter now at quarterback in the shotgun formation. Takes the snap, hands it off around the right side, across the 10, inside the five-yard line. A great hit down there on the far side of the field, down to the four-yard line, another first down. For CPA, it'll be first and goal. That was Malik Smith with a, with a bruising hit right there, but uh, just not, not good pursuit right there from the front seven of Columbia um, as they got locked up and driven. And CPA's kind of having their way here on the offensive side for the last couple of possessions. That running back, Mayor Mick, really good runner. Him and Patterson, both, both great runners. And now Hudson Chance back in at quarterback for CPA. As they keep swapping that up, he's going to throw it now into the end zone, and it's a touchdown. Wow. He just threw it up in the back corner, the far side corner of the end zone, and uh, all he had to do was just jump up in the air and catch it. There he was, number 25 for CPA was Owen Cabell made the touchdown grab as uh, CPA takes the lead 13-7 to here with 10 minutes and 8 seconds to go in this second quarter of the ball game. Yeah, that was the backup corner over there on the left side of the defense. Uh, number 17, Corbin Williams, a junior, and uh, was just out of position right there. And easy pitch and catch for CPA for the touchdown. 
Extra point is good, so now it's 14 to seven. CPA takes the lead for the first time of the night as uh, with 10 minutes, eight seconds to go left in the ball game. And we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back as Columbia tries to get back on the board as well. This, you're listening to Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Team to seven here on Jamboree night. CPA leading your Columbia Central Lions. They take the lead here on a, a touchdown pass from Chance Hudson to, I'm not sure who that, I can't remember who they made, but a, a good play, good drive by CPA to take the lead now 14 to seven. Yeah, it was Owen Cable, number 25, the outside wide receiver. Made a great play on that, on that ball there and Columbia, it's up to them to answer now. Yep, they'll take the ball back over at their 30-yard line, first and 10, with just over 10 minutes to go here in the ball game. Again, that first game, the junior varsity uh, teams played to a seven-all tie, and here's the varsity teams, and both both of these both of these schools getting ready for the start of the season next week as uh, Columbia Central Lions will host the Marshall County Tigers here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium next Friday night at 7 o'clock. So here's Cason Ty still at quarterback under center. Caden McCoy in the backfield. Going to give to him on the left side. He's looking for room and nothing there as he hits the line of scrimmage. He's still on his feet, but they should give him forward progress to, for no gain. That's what they're going to do is, uh, well, maybe. One, gonna, one judge has got. Uh, one referee's got him on the 30, and the other one's, and yeah. now the other one's they're, going to the 30-yard line. Yeah, they're going to give him no gain there, so it'll be second and 10 for the Lions at their own 30-yard line. Caden McCoy still, every time he gets the ball, you're just expecting him to break it, break loose, and make a make a sensational play as he did on that first touchdown back in the previous quarter. This does look like the second defense for CPA. Here's Tice, fakes it to McCoy this time and throws it, and it's going to be hmm. tipped around. He was trying to get Cortez Gilbert coming out of the backfield, but Cortez couldn't hang on to it, and I was afraid that ball was going to be intercepted, but it falls to the ground incomplete, so it'll be third and ten. That's definitely a different number ten, uh, that linebacker, because that's listed as McCluskey, who was the quarterback in that first game okay. uh, for CPA, but he almost made a pretty – a heck of a one-handed interception off of the juggle right there from Gilbert. Um, but luckily doesn't come down with it, and we live to fight another day at third and ten. That would have set them up pretty nicely. He had, he had some room to run as well if he had maintained control of that ball. So here's, here's Tice in the shotgun formation. Caden McCoy on his right hip looking to throw. Now he's being pressured out of the pocket. Stuttle makes the throw and a great catch there, and it's going to be close to where they marked that ball to get a first down. A Let's spot. see where. Two oh, yards short. No. 
It's a bad spot. He caught the ball uh, across the 40-yard line, and they're going to spot it at the 39. It'll be fourth and one. K.J. Frierson, great catch downfield. A great throw from Cason Tice to, to make that ball complete because he was getting pressured and had to pull out of the pocket and then finally found that receiver in Frierson and just short of the first down at the 39. But they're going for it. Yep, fourth and one. Which you should. Yeah. You should see. Not? You should see what you want. What you want to call in these fourth down situations in a in a meaningless game like this. Even though it's it's about pride, but quarterback sneak and he's got oh, it. it. First down. Nice First job down. by that interior offensive line. Elijah Hildreth, Zach Cole, and Liam Titus, the center right there in the middle of that offensive line. Got a great push right there on the defensive line of CPA for a first down there. No doubt about that. Columbia was not. They weren't trying to hide no. what they were going to do. No hard counter or anything. Because Caden McCoy was just kind of standing there, and he was going to push if he needed to, but he didn't have to. That front that front line there of Columbia just pushed Case uh, and Ties over for the first down. So now at the 42-yard line, first and 10. Pitch to Caden McCoy on the left He's side. Room. He's got some room. He breaks around the outside, but a quick, quick, Pickup on the tackle there by that outside linebacker stops him short, just gets him right at his at his um, shoestrings, but to, to hold him to just four yards on the play, they'll spot it now at the Columbia 46-yard line. Seven minutes, 35 seconds, and counting here left in the ball game. Now it's Preston Patterson, that inside linebacker that uh, made a great read and got out there and got the shoestrings of Caden McCoy and held him to a four-yard gain. That had potential for Caden to hit the sideline, and he would have gone a long way. Here's Tice in the shotgun, looking to throw. He's rolling to his right. Now he's going to pull it down, try to run, get make something out of it, and he gets picks a, up one, maybe one yard, pushed out of bounds here on this near side into the Columbia bench. And he'll get to about the 48-yard line, where it'll be third and about five to go. See, this is what you want, though. You want to pick up at least five yards on your first two downs and at least make your third down manageable. It's going to be officially six yards to go. But that's more manageable than, you know, picking up a false start, picking up another two yards on a screen pass that doesn't go anywhere, and then, uh, you know, settling for a punt and field position battle uh, late in the game like this. That's not what you want. So Columbia's got a chance here. Case and Tice all the way at quarterback here in the shotgun formation. Caden McCoy on his right hip. Tice back to throw. Got time. Throws it across. Connects to Frierson, but no gain on the play. It's going to be fourth and about five to go for the first down. Or maybe they might have lost a yard. Yeah, it's no, right there at the original line of scrimmage, but they're going to punt it this time. Yeah. Actually, the defense is coming out. Was that fourth down? This is fourth down now. Yeah, it's fourth down. Yeah, That's there's Ramirez nice. out there. We had Roland Manning and Autry Smith come out. I guess they're on the punt team, and then that's your two outside linebackers. It confused me a little bit. Gonzalez. Terry Sharp. Yeah, Gonzalez. He's got a leg. Kind of muffed that last punt. But yep. Not a great one here either. No, not a good one. But it's a good roll. But they're marking that where they kick it. Yeah, now, if, it, if it's past the 30, that's where they're going to put it. But if it's before the 30, it comes up to the 30. And I don't know why they're doing that, but that's what they're doing. So six minutes, 37 seconds to go. CPA goes back on offense uh, from their own. Where are they going to mark it? They're going to mark it this time 
at the 33. No, they're going to put it at the 30. <laughs> now I'm confused. Yeah. Because that pump no, went out of bounds at the 32. There's no rhyme or reason what they're doing. But yeah. It's jamboree. So they got to work out their kinks and issues too, I guess. Nate Hoth in there with the right side defensive end in for Kamarian Dawson for the Lions on defense. Streeter back at quarterback. He hands off up the middle, and this guy's got some room to go, and he goes 15 yards it's a big all the way there. across to the 45-yard line, but a penalty. Looks like maybe a block in the back or a hold. Also coming in on the defensive line is number 63, Brian Whitehead. And he's just a sophomore. Got some playing time on the defense last year at linebacker. Getting some time now on the defensive line. Holding. Holding. That's what you want. Yep. First and 20 now. Unless that was a spot foul. It looks like more than 10 yards. No, it's 10 yards. Well, they'll spot it back at the 20-yard line. So it'll be first and 20 for CPA. As they line up, Streeter at quarterback. As the Columbia Lions with Malik Smith playing at middle linebacker. High Bumble. snap. Bumble. There's the ball on the ground. Malik, Smith's Malik got Smith's got it. Got it. And he's going to recover it at the 16-yard line of CPA. So Columbia in business now to try to tie this ball game. And this is where you get excited if you're an offensive player for Columbia High School. You're in the red zone, and you just got gifted a possession by the CPA offense, and you're down by a score with six minutes to go in the ball game. This is where you lock in, and especially uh, this late in the ball game, you want to go down there and tie this game up and, um, you know, have a shot to win this thing. CPA's offense has been potent for the last couple of drives until now. Now we'll see if Columbia can punch it in inside the red zone. Here's Tice under center. Takes a snap, gonna give to McCoy on the left side. He's got some room across the middle and down to about the 12 yard line goes Case and Tice. A pick up a six on the play. It's gonna be second and four. Yeah, it had a good hole right there opened up by Titus and, and uh, Zach Cole there on the left side at that guard spot. That's exactly where he ran through. Definitely not the, the starting defensive unit for CPAA out there right now, but uh, Columbia had their way with them on that play right there, pick up five. Tice under center. Five minutes and 35 seconds and counting here in this left in this ball game. Give to McCoy on the left side. He's fighting for room across the five, down across the inside the five-yard line. That's going to be a first, first and down. goal for the Columbia Lions. Now here's where you got to play mistake-free football and punch this into the end zone from the five-yard line. Can't have any mistakes by any position group. I don't guess you can go for two, right? Just I'm not kidding. sure. They're not, they're not doing it, I don't guess. Why not? I don't know. But Pick up a victory, you get a stop. <laughs> Caden McCoy is just, he's been messing with that helmet cover all night. He finally got frustrated with it and threw it to the sideline. <laughs> Here's Tice giving it to McCoy. McCoy's going to get racked up in the backfield, and he's going to lose and there's about the mistake. six or seven yards on the play. There's the mistake you didn't want. Back to the 13 or the 12-yard line is where they'll spot it. So now it's going to be second and goal from there. The floodgates open that time from the CPA defense. I mean, there were about 
four guys in the backfield before Caden McCoy even took the handoff. They knew what was going to happen. Yep. Like. They've run that play four times in a row on this position. So Second goal from, what, the 12? And, of course, I wouldn't want to show a lot to Marshall no. County right now. No, and, and they aren't. Just, they aren't. Just play football. It's Cortez Gilbert man. back there. McCoy's out. Gives to Gilbert. Gilbert fighting for room. Picks up maybe three. Now back you want to see a little short pass. Yard line. Zach Cole kind of getting into it with somebody right there. Don't want that to – because uh, even, you know, some penalties, these guys could end up uh, on a suspension type thing for week one. You don't want that to happen in, a, in, a, in an exhibition game. And Columbia is going to take a timeout here with three minutes, 53 seconds to go left in the game. They're trailing 14 to seven, but knocking on the door, third and goal from the nine-yard line. And we'll see what happens right after we take a quick timeout. We'll be right back on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Third and goal for the Columbia Central Lions. The ball spotted just inside the 10-yard line. Here's Cason Tice in the shotgun formation with Cortez Gilbert on his right hip. Tice rolls out to his right, throws the left-hand pass. It's complete. No, they're saying incomplete. incomplete, but it was going to be well short. It was going to be only about a three-yard pickup. But he You're four down territory, though. Intending for Jamar Morris, who looked like he almost caught that ball. He kind of... Scraped it up from the ground, but they call it incomplete. And Definitely hit turf. Now we're going to try a field goal. I believe we are. There's Ramirez. I don't agree with that call. Well, you need to, you need, you know, in these situations, you still got three and a half, three, three minutes, fifty seconds to go in the ball game, and you need to try to have a field goal unit and team ready and have some practice at it. So in real life situation, they're they're going to get the chance right here. Tice to hold, though. Looks like he won that battle. Ramirez, it's going to be, there's the kick, and that looks good. And it is sure good. Was. It's about close to 30 yards right there. 28-yard field goal to make the game now 14-10. CPA leading with three minutes, 42 seconds to go here in the quarter. We'll take another quick timeout and be right back with the conclusion of this game on Jamboree Night at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Welcome back here to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Ramirez to kick off here with 3.42 to go in the fourth quarter of play. And it's going to be a touchback. CPA will take over at the 30-yard line of Christ Presbyterian Academy. They lead this one 14-10 with 3.42 to go in this ball game. Lewis Maddox, Lee Maddox here in the broadcast booth. The Marion Wilhoit press box overlooking Jim Cartwright Field from Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Columbia in dire need of a stop here on what will probably be their last defensive possession of the ball game. And CPA going to be back in at the helm is Chance at quarterback. Great crowd here tonight. Uh, uh, all the folks, all the kids, uh, just, you know, starting school this week and a great crowd here from the, from the student body. It's the first Friday of the year. You know they're excited. Here's a handoff to the left side from CPA, and it's bottled up immediately. Savion Ferguson and Dravius Hall in there on the tackle, as well as Caleb Quinn from his linebacker spot. And they're going to try and hurry this one up as Chance gets everybody back to the line of scrimmage. I think it's Rawls Patterson on his right hip. Two receivers to either side. Clock ticking, 3.20 to go. Hands off to Rawls, and he's going to be tackled immediately right Malik. past the original line of scrimmage by Malik Smith. Be third down and about eight to go. Camarion Dawson helping in on that play, on that tackle as well to stop that running back from getting away. We take under three minutes to play in the second slash fourth quarter of this jamboree between Columbia and CPA. Chance drops back to pass. Hall in his face. He's going to just flick Ooh. it over Malik to Smith. Patterson and Malik Smith. Plays a monstrous hit at the line of scrimmage. And a fourth down. And about seven or eight to go for CPA. And they'll punt it away. It's going to be McCluskey to punt, who is the JV quarterback. So here's your chance yes. for Columbia to kind of close this thing out. They'll need a touchdown as Caden McCoy goes back deep. But, of course, they can't return it. We're, we're not right. trying to scare anybody or make people think they're going to be able to run the the kickback. Wish we could, because I would bet Caden McCoy against this this punt coverage team uh, by a long shot. And the clock's still ticking. We're about to go under two minutes to go. Once again, Columbia down four here in the fourth quarter of play. Here's the punt, and McCoy will field it cleanly at about the 41-yard line. And Columbia might take over there, might take over the 30-yard line. We're not really sure. Hmm. But the clock stops a minute 54, so a true two-minute drill for Columbia to try and take the lead and take the victory here in this jamboree, which doesn't really happen often. I, I don't think I ever won a jamboree game in my four years at Columbia Central. It was always a, a really good tune-up for us, and we knew what we needed to work on going into week one preparation. And that's exactly what it's here for. But Columbia with an opportunity 
to get a confidence boost and a win here to start things off for the 2023 season. And a quality team in CPA, this opponent here. Absolutely. Here's Tice in the shotgun. McCoy on his oh. left hip. He drops the ball, regains his composure. Now he he's throws got a bomb up to Jordan Davis. He's under it and makes the grab at the 20-yard line. 15, 10, 5, touchdown. He bounces the ball. He's rolling back to it, and he falls on it at the half-yard line. Jordan Davis, he's going to be called down at the one-yard line. All the players signaling touchdown. I thought he crossed the plane before that ball got knocked down. I did, too. He's down at the one-yard we'll line take it. officially. We'll take it. What an unbelievable play by Kaysen Tyson, the Lions offense, as Jordan Davis was all by himself down the right sideline, made the grab for 20, and took it all the way into the end zone. And he juggled that snap, right? Yes, he dropped the ball, picked it back up, regained himself, and then chucked it about 30 yards from the 40 down to the, about the 20. Davis just ran under it with that speed he's got. So here we go, I formation, Gilbert and McCoy behind Tice. Smith on the right side, they hand off Gilbert. He is in for the Lions touchdown. Columbia takes the lead with a minute nine seconds to go. The flags wave from the student section as Columbia takes a 16-14 lead over Christ Presbyterian Academy. People probably thought that was going to Caden McCoy, and they just gave yes. it to Gortez Gilbert, the first man through. The fullback dive right up the middle, and it works well for Columbia. This they go up by two. Here's the extra point from Ramirez, which is a big one. Make it three points. It's up. Hold from Tyson. The kick from Ramirez is good. 17-14. to 14. Lions on top of Christ Presbyterian Academy. Wow, what a play. And so obviously getting that field goal really helped make a difference here to, for them to be able to. You're uh, right. But a great play on defense uh, for Columbia to, to, to hold CPA to get the ball back. And that was just a great play by Tice to Jordan Davis. I take back what I said about the, uh, the field goal attempt there on fourth down. We had a chance to tie it. That well, obviously worked in Columbia's favor. I was thinking, I was just looking at it too, though, for just to have that practice of in that kind of moment to get to get your field goal unit. We hadn't tried a field goal tonight, so they need that practice to to be able to line up to get the play in. I know they're they're not they're not contentious uh, those any of the kick plays tonight. It, it's a free kick but you still need to practice that in a real-life yeah. game situation. So here we are, a minute nine seconds to go. Fourth quarter, here's Ramirez on the open dead kickoff, and it'll go into the end zone off one bounce and be a touchback. CPA will take over at the 30-yard line, and Columbia's defense needs one more stop to get a victory here in Lindsey Nelson Stadium to start off the season on a good note. And I don't know if they're keeping timeouts or if even CPA is going to really try I'm sure they're gonna try to get to score or try to get in field goal range but I mean at least the scoreboard showing they don't have any timeouts I don't know if, if they obviously have the same amount of timeouts in a half which would normally be three so we'll see but here we go it's Streeter now in the backfield for CPA 
Patterson on his right hip. He takes it in the gun, drops back, rolls right. Now coming back towards the middle, a flag on the play, and he's going to not regain his composure. He's tripped up in the backfield by Hall. Looks like holding, and that's the call. Holding, holding on, on CPA. CPA. Yep. Jinx. <laughs> 67. Sinaja Hildreth. He was, he was scrambling back there. And, uh, that quarterback was running for his life. So it'll be first down and 20 to go with 59 seconds to go in this ball game. Even though it doesn't matter, you know, it if, matters. You, if you win. If you're a player lose, down on the field. Oh, yeah. Oh, it matters for sure. Columbia would definitely like for their first Friday of the school year to be victorious in their first home matchup with all these people watching. Here's, Actually, that's Williford in the backfield. And he completes a pass out to the right side to number 81, John Spears Walters. Pick up an eight. Close to the original line of scrimmage. Be and about nine, yeah. second down and 12. 38 seconds to go. Obviously, all the starters out for CPA at this point. But still the majority of the, actually back to the starting defense for Columbia in. Yeah, they're backing them back up. What's going on here? I'm not sure. Oh, now he's coming back. It's got the, the line, the yard markers on the far side. They don't know what's going on either. They're just going back and forth. So it's a first down. Was there a flag call? I'm not sure what happened there, but it's they're saying first, first and, and ten first from the and 35. Ten. Yep. Can't uh, be. Yeah. Can't be. It was first so and They started 20. on the 30. Right? Yeah, they started so on the 30. Up, backed up 10 and then had an eight-yard gain. It should be second and 12. Yeah, go ahead and call a timeout, referees. Because you guys are, no, not Columbia. This is your fault. You need to fix it. And the clock's down to 17, so. So that's that's good, too. Now we called timeout. Apparently, we did. We'll take a quick one as well and wrap up these last 17 seconds right after this. As a former small business owner here in Columbia, I know how important it is to stay connected to clients and the community. That's why at Caledonian Financial, we make every effort possible to give back to this community that has given so much to us. We do this by supporting our local schools, nonprofit organizations, and community outreach programs, to name a few. We are so proud of our town. This is Blair Park Sickman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, this is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 1340 and 103.7 WKRM Columbia. And welcome back into Mary, Mary and Will Hoyt Press Box. Lewis Maddox, Lee Maddox on the call here from Columbia Central High School, Lindsey Nelson Stadium. 17 seconds to go, Columbia with a 17-14 lead over Christ Presbyterian Academy. And they're trying to close this thing out right now as it looks like we're going to stick with the first down from the 35-yard line. Should be second and 12 from about the 28. But 
That's well, just, they're I still guess that's unsure. Just my opinion. They're, they're coming over to tell the coaches here what's happened, and now they're looking up in the – now they're trying to change the down, or I'm not sure what they're doing. They're going to change the clock. It looks 30 like 30, 38 seconds. 38 seconds on the clock is what they'll change it to. It's still first down, which doesn't make any sense. But let them have it. First and 10, 38 seconds. Yeah, Columbia needs to step up. More, adversity, more adversity for Columbia's defense. Like you said, I believe most of Columbia's starters are in there still. Malachi Cordell comes into the game at middle linebacker. A couple of second-team guys, but most first-team guys. Here's Williford, fires out to Walters, and a big hit from Roland Manning on the right side. A pickup of about six yards on the play, five or six. It'll be second down and five from the 40-and-a-half. Gets out of bounds to stop the clock. 33 seconds to go. Long huddle from CPA. Where's their delay of game? Hmm. Take six delay of games on Columbia tonight with no play clock. If you're just tuning in. Yes, this, I just said that, and yes, yeah. it sounds ridiculous. Well, this helps the officials get in their game, too, before next week. Wolford in the shotgun takes a snap, drop backs to pass. He's got a little bit of room, and he fires downfield. Malachi Cordo on the tackle, and number five, Ben Griggs. Clock stops with the first down mark, but they've got to get right on the line because they'll restart that clock once the chains are set. 26 seconds to go. And CPA set now. the clock. 20 and counting. Wolford takes the snap, rolls out to his right. And he's going to just pitch it out of bounds. Throws it away, second down and 10 with 16 seconds to go. Flag on the play. We'll see what that's about. I don't, maybe those that had to be CPA receivers didn't get set completely before the snap was called. And it looks like Illegal an, man downfield. an eligible man downfield, yes. Yep. So that'll back them up five. It'll be first down and, whoa, 10. 10 yard penalty. First down and 20 for CPA with 16 seconds to go. There's that lion roar. That was a big one. And we're, we've got two lions <laughs> going at each other yeah. here with just seconds to go in a tight ball game. Williford takes the shotgun pass, catches it with one hand. He's looking to throw, and he got his man on the left side. Tackle made by Andre Smith. Clock going to roll. Eight gonna seconds to, to go. I don't clock. know if they're going to be able to get another playoff. That's going to do it. Oh, they the stopped clock it. stops. They called timeout. They wanted one more play. Well, again, I thought they were out of timeouts. But so give, them, give, them, give them a play. That's fine. We'll keep it right here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Give them a play. This, this, has been a, this has been a fun first jamboree that we've called here tonight. I believe your third year of experience in the booth and my second. Yep. Yeah, I thought I was done. Yeah, me too. And, and here you so got you, me back in here, and I, I missed it, but I enjoyed listening to it. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to see 
uh, to watch high school football. Just uh, there's nothing quite like it on these these lights light up on Friday night. You've got the crowd. You've got young men that are really just sweating themselves and uh, trying to make plays and and uh, to play football. You know, there's nothing quite like it. Yeah, Lion Nation, you're you're welcome. I, I convinced him to come back to the booth and get on the mic. Yeah. So here we go. Eight seconds left in the ball game. Third down and 15 for Christ Presbyterian Academy. Defense has got to step up right here. A lot of pressure Columbia from that front four line. Playing very deep. Willifer takes Malik. the snap. Some pressure. The throw down the field is incomplete. One more play. And two seconds left on the clock. It'll be fourth down and 15 as the catch was almost made by Holters, number 81, but he can't come down with it. He'll get one play. Set up on the 46-yard line of and CPA. Columbia's defensive backs are all the way back to the 10-yard line. Jordan here. Davis and Hunter Woody, the two safeties behind the 10-yard line. Two seconds to go. A great student body crowd here tonight, and the bands here for Columbia, and they're making some noise. The defense is trying to get the noise up. The players on the sideline. Here we go. Here's Williford. Takes the snap. Takes the handoff. Throws a screen he hit to the Holters. And a he, knee, it looks like it hit the ground, but he's going to be tackled short it. of the first down anyway. And that's your ball game. Columbia gets the victory in the Jamboree 17-14 over Christ Presbyterian Academy. Columbia Lions victorious here from Lindsey Nelson Stadium in game number one in this facility of the 2023 season. And even though this, it is just a jamboree, they're excited. I just saw Zach Cole just jump up in the air. He's excited. Uh, those, those kids are really excited. But they, too, know that this is just a, uh, you know, this game is preseason. You Absolutely. know, they really now got to turn their focus on to, you know, that first real game of the season next week against Marshall County. And we all know Marshall County's given them fits. Uh, for the last several years, and it, it would it would do us good to really come out strong against. But but having a team like this to play against to get you ready for that, I think that it that has to say something and has to do them good in this next week of preparation. And this game obviously probably opened a lot of people's eyes to the improvement that Columbia Central's made in just one season of play as CPA retaining a lot of people, 15 D1 commits in that, in that first group, 14-0, uh, 14-1, I believe, got beat by Lipscomb Academy in the state championship last year. And Columbia getting the victory, the tie in the JV game, 7-7, and then a 17-14 victory here in the varsity half of the Jamboree. Columbia gets the victory in the Jamboree. They'll enjoy it tonight. Marshall County preparation will begin tomorrow and through next Thursday and Friday. We'll be back on the air next Friday night at about 6.45 for the Marshall County Central game here from Lindsey Nelson Stadium and a great show of sportsmanship at midfield right now as the both teams come to the Lion logo at the 50-yard line to get some messages from their coaches. And that's going to be cool uh, for them to all come together like that. And they'll, they'll have a, looks, they're going to have a prayer. And, you know, thank goodness that that's still involved 
and that you can still do that. You know, I remember there's been so many people saying that you shouldn't be able to do things like this, but, you know, this is what it's all about. Friday night lights, and both teams come together at midfield and have a prayer, a close game. Uh, they know it's a, a preseason game. It doesn't count, you know, against your record no matter what. But uh, great experience, uh, a great night here for the, the first game of Team 110 of your Columbia Central Lions. A great performance from Columbia tonight. Once again, 17-14 over Christ Presbyterian Academy here in the Jamboree. And uh, a great performance on both sides, offensively and defensively. Defensively, most notably to me, the defense looked fantastic. Case and Tice looked good. The offense looked great. The offensive line looked good. I'm really excited about next week in Marshall County. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. For Lee Maddox, I'm Lewis Maddox. Thank you for tuning in tonight to the Columbia Central Lions football jamboree against Christ Presbyterian Academy. Once again, they went at 17 to 14. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. The Front Porch Sports Game of the Week presented by Murray County Public Schools has been brought to you by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems, Inc., Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart, Davis Heating and Air, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, First Farmers Bank, the Garbage Man, LLC, Caledonian Financial, Oasis Liquors, McDonald's of Murray County, Game Time Athletic Fields, Line by Line, LLC, Manuel Young State Farm Insurance, Fast Stop Markets, and Miracle League of Columbia.